across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. I like George Galloway, but he did not have his screen set up funny. Well, how could how could anyone's brain work that way? He's got the bits that I normally have small. He's got it all big. The bits I would have big. He's not. I've got no idea how that works. Magic coming up. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man so fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuff. It makes Eastwood look so fine. Go and sit, go and sit down, man. You can't. If you're not watching on Periscope, uh, can we turn his microphone on, please? If you're not watching Hello. on Periscope, you um, you will have missed. Look at that. He's just at Pete Heat is here. <laughs> oh, I'm speechless already. He's just done a free trick uh, on Periscope. Some people are saying that was bitching. <laughs> um, that's magic, and someone is uh, calling you a witch. Fair enough. All of which are, are kind of accurate, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, sort of more of a lanky urban wizard. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just going to put some headphones on so these guys can hear everything that comes out on the phones. Uh, but 0844 499 It's a busy show tonight, and Kath, I've left the news story about the horn. We've got, we've got the landlord of... It was in the star yesterday. We've got the landlord, Pete, of a haunted boozer coming on tomorrow night. Uh, coming on tonight at 11. Scary. It, it's, it's, it's scary. It's spooky. It, apparently, one of the ghosts um, bullies his three-year-old son. The ghost's son or the landlord's no. son? <laughs> I think I've got this right. It is the <laughs> landlord's son is three, and he is bullied by a ghost. Does he deserve it? Well, he's three years old. Probably does. <laughs> I spent the day... Um, have you done that go ape? Do you know go ape? You don't what have kids, that? do you? Oh, it's the thing where you climb around and jump on stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got, um, I do have one kid, actually. I've got a little baby. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. How old's your little baby? He's a year. Well, he's like 12 months. Oh, in that uh, case, they one. can look after. Oh, good. Yeah, you, <laughs> I did, I did know that. Last time you told me, you, you saw, I saw you, you did tell me that. Well, that, congratulations yeah, was, again. Thank you. It was brand new at the time. So, yeah, yeah, it was. And you, it was brand new. It was like f- a few weeks, wasn't yeah. it? And you were shattered. Right. Yeah. I do remember. God, it's been a year. Um, 
well in, in a few years time you'll they'll get you doing go ape right which is where you have to climb up trees about 30 feet up in the air and you've got a harness yeah. but you go along walkways and stuff and i was doing it with um my six-year-old and my four-year-old and the four-year-old would only go up if i went up and it was kids birthday party and stuff and i had a panic attack i actually had a proper panic attack and oh, i had to come yeah. down i was up there swearing to myself going f this f this f i'm coming f this f this effing hate this <laughs> and um and I, I got round and i said to my youngest know, I'm, I'm really sorry I, daddy can't daddy is actually quite scared and um uh, we're gonna have to get down now and daddy's gonna have to go have coffee and he may even start smoking again because <laughs> that, that was tough anyway we'll oh, talk about man. that later on What's the, come what's a little the closer. Come what's closer. Am I too far away? Come closer to the mic. Like a distant, uh, like a ghostly voice. Myself. Yeah. What, what's the connection of go ape to this landlord? Um, he's got kids. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a very, it's a <laughs> very good. Wait, link. if you'd like yeah. a, a trick done for you, or, or, or as we said on Twitter, for a recently d deceased um, family yeah, member, if there are any recently deceased people listening in. Do give us a call. I do thoroughly recommend, if you've got access to the internet, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, because you'll be able to see all of the magic tricks that Pete does. But we will do them in such a way that um, even if people are just watching with their ears, they will get the full effect, because it'll be me going, <gasps> Flippin' <laughs> Eggman! Doing that a lot. Exactly. Let's, let us, um, give, give us a little bit about yourself. You're, you're Pete Heat. You are Britain's yeah. lankiest. Britain's very, yeah, the lankiest magician, um, in the world, probably. Yeah. Pro probably not just Britain. Um, yeah, I'm a, prof I'm a professional magician. So I do a lot of, uh, I do magic at all sorts of events and stuff. I create magic tricks, like yeah. a kind of Jonathan Creek type figure, but with fewer murders in yeah. my life at present. But I create tricks for TV magicians. So I go into, in fact, today I've been in an ITV Ooh. doing lots of secret stuff that I can't talk about yet, but it's you very me about it and I it did. is it's quite fun isn't it it is really um, good fun yeah. what, what a cool job yeah just, just play it's a you you make up tricks now is yeah. that like adapting old tricks like the one where the woman she lifts up a blanket and then she drops it and she's wearing a different dress <laughs> no clothes no uh, different dress sorry yeah um uh, or, or is it completely coming up with brand new it's, things it's a bit of both really so yeah ideally it's brand new because yeah. you know that's great like, yeah. you can't miss something that no one's seen before but yeah there are a lot of brilliant old tricks yeah. that, that you don't really see anymore and you might find them in some old book and think oh that would be great but instead of using i don't know a pocket handkerchief that no one has you can maybe use I don't know, whatever, but, but people do have an iPhone. Okay. Uh, not yeah, not that there's many similarities between the two, but you know what I mean? But no, it's, normally we start with, rather than starting with an old trick, we'll start with what we want to achieve. So yeah. we think, what's the most impossible or the most sort of visually impressive yeah. thing it's all about being visual on tv yeah, not so yeah. much on the radio yeah. but um you know finding someone's card is is not that exciting anymore now people have walked on oh, the Thames that's and stuff. a shame yeah I, mean, I like i love that stuff yeah yeah so do i i mean i'm a massive magic geek but on tv you want to see stuff visibly changed uh, into other stuff you know and here's what we can do right if people yeah. if you've got if you're listening at home and you're not worried about like losing millions of pounds and stuff and you've got a trick that you think would be a brilliant trick but you don't have the resources you can phone up pete and, and people can give you your tricks i've got one right <laughs> yeah so it's a card trick right? yeah and you're doing the card trick and stuff like that and you can't find the but the person's picked let's say the three of clubs yeah right? and you can't do it you can't do it. You go, oh so i'm really sorry i can't do it and it, it's a bit of a weird disappointing end to the evening for everyone right? yeah but then three months later <laughs> that guy um he's got a lump 
in his chest. Or benign, or... Well, yeah, well... Remains to be seen, okay, um... That... <laughs> and he goes for a, an x-ray. He would. And the guy... The, he, and the, then two weeks later, he goes back for the x-ray results. And the guy says, well, don't worry. Uh, it turns out it, it was... It is benign. Benign's the good one, isn't it? Benign's the good yes, one, it, yeah. it is benign. But I've got to ask you one question, and he clips it up to the thing. And just, <laughs> just as he switches on the light, he goes... Is this your card? And it's and, and he it's pulls a mask off. The, it's and it's me. And the and card is in the person's in the chest. Yeah. Now is that? How do you do that? I, well, the way I do. That, <laughs> um, there's lots of ways. That yeah. is doable. Isn't great, it? it is doable. That would be a great trick. That look, is doable. Playing play the long game. I mean, it wouldn't be so good for the rest of the audience, no. but for that guy, my God. Yeah, the rest of the audience. I mean, it is one of those things where it's a trick for one person, and the other 500 people in the uh, the theatre yeah. would would have thought you were pony. Exactly. Yeah. So. So you have to really like the person you're doing it for, or maybe they're really rich, or there's got to be a reason it's, for it. has got to be a reason uh, Yeah. But yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. If, if anyone's got any tricks they want to suggest to, to Pete, 0844 499 <laughs> Put some headphones on, please. This. Where are they? Um, um, up your up. I have to stop saying that to my kids. Because oh, my, my, my default reaction when um, someone says... You're right, there's, there's, yeah. there's a little volume thing down. If you follow the lead, yeah. there should be a volume. Um, when people say, is there anywhere I could put this? I go, yeah, up your ass. Yeah. But I often say, I, I find myself saying that to my kids. Or, or, or is, if, Daddy, have you seen my pencils? Yeah, they up your ass. <laughs> I think they're over here. I do that quite a lot. Um, <laughs> pick a line, any line, between one and two. Okay, I'm going to go with... Um, one. Okay, well, uh, that's unfortunate. It's Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Alan. You're through to Pete's Heat, um, the bender of time and space. <laughs> oh, but I've got a question first for you, Ian. Oh, okay. Well, excuse me, what Pete. What happened to the open house tonight? It got cancelled. We were going to invite everybody, everybody in, Pete. Everybody was invited. Uh, and then it just got a little bit tricky with, with a couple of days to go. So Kath and I decided, um, it would be best to, to put it on ice. And maybe do it late, uh, later on in the year if we can be bothered. Yeah. But there's no, but you know, there's no great conspiracy. It just, it just got a little bit trickier than we thought, so it's on hold. According to Facebook, it said health and safety hasn't worked. Well, that, that, but health and safety was was part of it. it uh, but it's it's not. What well, I don't, it's not a big deal. But you know, but basically, it's not a big deal. It will happen at some point later in the year if we can be bothered. That's good. I, I might be able to come for that one. Oh. I think we're busy then. Um, have you, are you at the karaoke, Alan? I'm outside. Yeah, so, is I've that, been banned from singing. You've been banned from singing? <laughs> Why is that? Long story. I bet it's not. I bet it's because you were rubbish. No, it's because I've been a bit of a naughty boy. Hang on, be quiet. I heard some girls having a good I time did. there. When you say naughty, Alan, do you mean sexually? No, I was verbally naughty. Mm. I have to go further, Pete. I have to. You have to push what did, on. What did you do? Singing the Sex Pistols version of My Way. Right. Is that- why is that verbally naughty? Because it's got swear words in oh, it. Oh, Alan. Are you not allowed to swear at karaoke? Not allowed to swear at the karaoke. That is awful, man. That is absolutely that is awful. Like it is bullshine, yes. <laughs> that is outrageous, uh, uh, Alan. Would you like to give us a snatch now? No, I'm, I'm on property, because if they hear me outside, 
I'll be barred for life. I'm banned from singing for a month. (laughs) (laughs) Justice for the um, Caddick One. Uh, That is outrageous behaviour of that pub, Alan. And if I were you, I would go and do a dump on their doorstep. (laughs) No. Too many people on, and the bouncers are here as well. Oh man! Well, I'm sorry to. Have you got? Are, are you a fan of oh, magic? Of yes, I am a fan of magic because I've got a question for Paige, Actually, oh, go on then. Yeah. Hello. Who are your inspirations? Who are your inspirations? Classic Great question. question. Classic yeah. question. Um, I this is a boring. The boring answer is my uncle was a magician, and he, he oh. used to, I used to show me stuff when when I was really little, and that's what got me into it. But then, uh, thanks. I've just been given a coffee, brilliant. Uh, and then uh, people like when David Blaine came on TV before he started um, taking himself a bit too seriously and getting into yeah. glass boxes, he was brilliant. His first street magic special, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, he still is brilliant. Um, it's just that's what sort of stopped people in England from taking him so seriously. I think that when he started, doing does the he still stuff. do magic? Because he does the thing where he yeah. went in the plastic box, and he did the thing where he stood on top of a pole and he did the thing where he was supposed to get catapulted into space and that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was in an ice cube. And he was, um, he... And he uh, was in an ice he cube. He was in an ice yeah, cube. Like one of those prank flies in an ice cube that you get. <laughs> um, but yeah, but he does, he, he's got... That uh, first I think special he's got a new special did. coming out. Um, I know someone who works on it oh. in the kind of job that I, that I do yeah. sometimes. And it sounds amazing. And the last one he did actually, he did one about, probably about a year ago now, which yeah. is brilliant. If you look it up, I can't remember what it's called. It's called Real or Magic, actually. David Blaine, Real or Magic. Look it, it, I, I, I bet the answer is magic. Uh, well, no, oh, actually, not always, real? because he does, he's, he's mental, David Blaine is mental, and he okay. actually does some stuff for real, like, I don't mean he, uh, I don't mean, but well, basically, like, for example, he puts a spike through his hand, and it looks a bit like a kind of illusion, yeah. maybe the spike's a bit dodgy, and he goes into a doctor's, and they x-ray him, and they go, oh no, it's actually, it's actually going through his hand, and he does the same thing with his arm, and I, maybe I'm being fooled by the Well, you're being fooled, that's a but trick, man! No, no, honestly, watch this show, um, I think he, you know, because you can pierce yourself, I think if you yeah. know exactly where to do it, like, there are tribes that put, like, spears through themselves yeah. and stuff, um, and I think he's just learnt some really esoteric, to- obscure thing. You've been suckered in. I by haven't. Blaine's I haven't. Bullshit. What's that film that's terrible? But I still, I still quite enjoyed it. Um, Most of them. Burt Wonderman and Burt Wonderstone. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. And there's the Jim. Jim Carrey's brilliant in that because he plays the really gross magician who like cuts yeah. his cheek open and pulls a cart and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Now, is that real or is that magic? <laughs> I think Jim Carrey actually did cut his yeah, cheek open. He would do. Yeah. For me, um, I'm glad you asked, Alan. The classics. It's <laughs> it's it's gotta be Daniels. So, Huge yeah, fan of Daniels. Daniels. And Darren Brown, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you. Darren Brown's my probably all time favourite. Dar- Blaine, I'm gonna I don't know why I'm interrupting you so mm-hmm. vehemently. Yeah. But Darren oh, Brown. We've got plenty of time. Well, all right. <laughs> um and um, <laughs> the number one. Yep. David Copperfield. That's exactly where I was about to go to. Copperfield. Walking through the Great Wall of China. Great, you yeah. ever done that, Pete? I don't think so. <laughs> Wouldn't let you in China. Wouldn't they? I don't think so. <laughs> I've I've lodged a complaint to, <laughs> okay. about you to the Chinese authorities, and they right. said that, like, that they're probably going to ban you. Oh. Um, but he walked through the Great Wall of China. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I know how he did that one. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people do. Yeah, but still, he's great. He's he's brilliant. He's brilliant, and um, he gets really fit girls. <laughs> so does Blaine, to be fair. Yeah. So, do all, so do all of them. Um, well, Alan, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it is great to hear later tonight. Sorry? Is it straight to air later Yes, tonight? it is after midnight. Uh, Cut him off, we're getting bored there. Cut him off. We're going to do a trick yeah, when we get yeah. back. Let's, okay. We're going to do some ads. 
We've yeah. got um, Mark uh, and Richard. Mike's got a trick for you, so I jot this down because these suckers okay. they don't realise there's money to be had here, so yeah. they'll just they'll just give this to you. Okay. This, this straight to the commissioning editors. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll get you talking. Right, uh, I've got Pete Heat here. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're right, Mark. Hello, Ian. Hello, Mark. You're right. Yes, I'm fine, thank you. Do you um, do you want to say something to Pete before he blows our minds? No, I've got something to say to Pete after I've just quickly speak to you, if that's okay. Yeah, oh, sorry, Pete, just, just to apologise. Yeah, no, no one called in yesterday when I wanted to talk to people. Literally, hardly any callers yesterday. Now I've got a guest here, everyone's calling in to, to talk, talk to, to me. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, Mark? Well, I sent you some um, hilarious comedy rubbers in the post yesterday, moustache rubbers. Oh, that was you! Oh, you're the blind yeah. fella. Mm. Well, I'm not, not, it's not, I'm not blind, I'm just short-sighted. Well, in the letter, you used the B word. You said, I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been, well, I listened to it back on YouTube and I've been puffing myself all day because you said you were going to call the authorities. Yeah, I have, well, I have done, mate. They, um, have they not turned up at your house yet? Well, no, I'm just planning on going on the run now. I've got, like, loads of corned beef in my bag. I'm ready to skip town. All right, fair play. Fair play. I just wanted to apologise first and just clear it up. I'm not actually a crazy stalker or... Yeah, but... Come, come on, guys. That's what, um, the, the bloke said just after he shot Ronald Reagan, uh, to impress Jodie Foster. And he's about to be released as well, that guy. Is he? He's about to be released. So... He, 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 yes, but I wouldn't put my dress on there if I was that crazy. I'm sorry, mate. Or... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate. But, um, I've given those... He's basically, Mark, claimed to be blind in his letter. Now he's backtracking. And, um, he sent me two comedy moustaches on pencils, which I've now given to my children... Um, and I hope they're not laced with heroin. No, no, I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you would say that yeah. if you'd laced um, some comedy moustaches with heroin. And Mark, you've fallen, um, you've fallen for my trap, Mark, because, oh, we've got your phone number now. So that'll be passed on to the authorities, as well as the letter, as well as the heroin-laced comedy moustaches. Sayonara, Mr. Mr. Mark. It's so-called blind Mark. Sayonara. He's a fraud. Sorry? What's about the magic trick? Oh, yeah, do you want, do you, have you got one? Or do you want to hear him do one? No, my ex-girlfriend could make a Black Forest Gatto disappear in less than a minute. Hello? That's my fire alarm. Right, I'm going to live in the woods now. I'm sorry if I caused any offence. I've only been stupid. Bye! Unbelievable. <sighs> Unbelievable. Still, it's quite a good line, actually. It's a good trick. Give us a trick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've held off for 22 yeah. minutes. Hey, that's a good game. Uh, Kath, Kath, come in and watch a trick. Come in and watch okay. a trick. Come in and watch a trick. <laughs> so Actually, have you got a positioner in a, in no, a position no, no, so fine. that we can't see up your uh, nostrils or something? No, that, um, it should be fine. Okay. Be fine. Um, so, hello. Hi, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I have, Ian, um, in fact, I'll try and hold this so you can see. I have here a die or a dice if you're wrong um <laughs> it's uh it's well, in fact check it out just check it has got all six numbers you mean check it, it out yeah it's, it's real but just check it uh for the listeners why not roll it on the table so we get the sound of it as well oh there you go that's the sound of a die um in fact i don't want you to give it back just yet or, okay. or at all. what i want you to do in a second Ian, is uh, i'm going to turn away and look at kath uh, just so she knows i'm not looking at any kind of mirror or anything and i'm going to get you to put that on the table with any number you want on top really so, um, um, okay. Before you do it, before you do it, a couple of conditions. Yes, sir. So I don't want you to just randomly roll it or put it down just randomly. I want it, I want it to be a choice of yours. Okay. So I want you to think of the number in your head. I want it to be a free choice. 
put that um put it on the table and then cover it with your hands or one hand am i allowed whatever. to show the periscopers um yeah um, no actually let's keep it let's let's keep a bit of tension because they oh. we, they want to know if i you know they don't want to know if i'm oh. right or not straight oh, right. Away. okay uh, so you so look away put it on the table oh, i'll look at you yeah. uh or i look at the floor even that's probably fair but if but if you get it okay i've done it and i've covered it okay but if you get it wrong do you want okay. me to pretend that you got it right oh absolutely it, yeah. okay fine okay yeah you, you done it yeah yeah okay cool now um i was um I was trying to influence you there, so as you probably guess, I was talking a lot, and I was saying a couple of things that, um, I was, that, that would hopefully put a certain <laughs> thought into your head. I'm not going to tell you everything that I did. In fact, I'm, I probably won't tell you anything that I did. But then the number, the number I wanted you to think of was the number two. Right. Okay. Is that right? Did you go for two? <laughs> okay, right, good. Um, okay. Um, and it, and I, okay, I'll tell you a little, like, the kind of thing I'm doing is, um, I'm saying things like whichever number you want to, and yeah, I'm saying whichever number you want to. Okay, uh, so, so you're why bending. Why, so, 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 why would you think of one? Huh? One, two. It's the emphasis on uh, two, doesn't it? But it's how you end the sentence. It's, uh, but it's not just that I've said a lot of things like that. But, um, now, right. okay. now well, that you know uh, that, now I know it. it's going to be a lot harder, right? Because yeah. now you know what kind of thing to listen out for. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, you Someone on there is saying it's always two. Ooh, okay, let's do it again then. <laughs> know it all. Um, right, let, let's do it again. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to look away. And so yeah, right. But so look, a, but look away. Okay, I am. I am. All right. Okay. Um, I won't say anything this time. Okay, I've done it. Okay, can I turn back? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why okay. not? <laughs> all right. It's getting tense here. Yeah, there's a little bit of tension this time, between us. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't saying any special magic words. Um, but it's because I. I know you. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You know. I've, I know the type of person you are, and I know exactly the type of person you are. In fact, because you definitely would have. I made that joke about four, which yeah, you know, you know the kind of thing to listen out for. And you, because you're in late, you will of course have done the double bluff, and you would have gone for four anyway as a sort of double bluff. Is that right? He's got. I'm going to show the periscopers. It's a four. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Because you think right. Okay, that's the one Come number on. he doesn't expect me to go for. Yeah? Come on. So um, we'll try it one more time. I, w- I won't right. say anything at all. I'm going to. All right. Turn away. We'll try it one more time. Um, oh, you'll never get this. You'll never get this. He can't see anything. You can see on Periscope. He can't see. I've done it. Right. Okay. You done it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know at this point. Uh, I'm going to count from uh, one to six. Okay. And I'm going to say, is it one? Is it two? And so on. Uh, so I'm going to ask you. Um, I want you to say no every time. So, oh, so one you? of them will be a lie, obviously. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to say, is it one? No. Is it two? No. Is it three? No. I need to blink. Okay, that's fine. Take, but that, take wasn't, time. that doesn't mean we, it was are, three. Are we ready to go again? I blinked, yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm not falling for it. Um, is it four? No. Are you good at this? It, maybe we haven't got to your number yet. Is it five? No. Okay. Is it six? No. Fuck, he's good, isn't he? If you had to guess, what would you say? Did you, did you know what it is, Kath? No, I haven't got a clue. Okay, if you had to guess, what would you say? Three. Okay, I, so I was going to go for six. I was going to say six, and I think I am going to go for six actually. Um, what is it? What did you flipping heck, man? It's six. six. Yes, yes. That okay. is. Come on, those are the dark arts. <laughs> those are the dark arts that you're doing there. They are. So, they can are. I ask you a question? Yes. How did you do that? Magique. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Enjoy that, guys. Okay. You know what? Actually, should, should we go straight into one little thing? Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, do, do, so, um, so want... I was trying to get you to think of certain numbers yeah. there, but um, equally during all of that, I've been trying to put a number into your head. Okay? Oh, steady on, uh, steady on, mate. Okay. Um, You've already this... got your phone number, Pete. It's not the BBC. <laughs> this is um, <laughs> this is a two-digit number, um, <laughs> and it is. Uh, 
it's between one and fifty-two. Right. Well, as it's a two-digit number, it's obviously mm-hmm. not going to be one. Um, but yeah, it's less. It's fifty-two or less. It's right. Not, it's not fifty-two. Okay. Uh, it's between <laughs> one and fifty-two. You know what I'm saying? Wow, you really know how to set these tricks. I'm, I'm really doing well. No, aren't I? no. no. Basically, no. no. Yeah. Name name uh, one of the, a number between one and fifty-two. Go for it. Well, say it out loud. Yeah, say it out loud. Well, if she says it out loud, you're going to know it. Yeah. Actually, okay. In fact, you know, before you say it. Let me show you this. Uh, so I've got uh, I've got a bag of cards. I'll, I'll, I'll come over there and show you. So, but I'm going to spread through there so you can see they are all different and they're not all the same card. Yeah. Are you uh, making this trick up on the spot? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you can I take the headphones off there, if you want. Yeah. Take those okay. headphones off. He's coming round to okay. the camera, guys. There's some cards. Shazam. Okay. Um, Give me the number. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to count down like this. Okay, very slowly and fairly. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Bet you wish you chose a lower number now. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I'll do it very fairly. Twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty. So this is twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. There, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to put that down now. I'm not going to turn it over just yet. <sighs> now, earlier, I I posted a tweet on Twitter. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, you know, because you retweeted it as I hoped you would. You saw it and you retweeted it, uh, in which I said that someone was going to choose the, do you remember what the card was in the tweet? Eight eight clubs, wasn't it? No, it was the two, it was the, the the two two of clubs. clubs. If you go to at at Pete Heat on Twitter, you'll see, you'll see a picture that I posted posted three hours ago saying someone's going to choose this card in about two and a half hours and there's nothing any of you can do about it and it's the two of clubs. Okay, so before we do this, uh, let's look at, like, say if you'd have said, um, if I can pick that up. This is. Say if you'd have said, um, 26 cards, it would have been the Joker, okay, can you see that? Okay. In fact, if you'd have said any of the any of the cards that we've already gone past, you probably can't see that. And but they're, they're all they're all it. different. Okay. Uh, you know, you could have ju- you could obviously you could have said any any number in the pack. They're all different. Um, but you said twenty seven. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you tricksy. <laughs> We got there. <laughs> that is, isn't it though? I mean, isn't it? It is. It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> brilliant, and uh, magic is one of the few um, <laughs> uh, 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 entertainments, apart from summoning the dead, that it turns me into a I, t- I become a 13 year old boy again and it and it's saturday night and i'm watching paul daniels on the t- that is brilliant oh thank you at pete heat uh, if you want to follow him on twitter we'll do the websites and all of that stuff yeah, in a minute. Yeah. available for parties and uh, weddings yeah, and christmas dues weddings all sorts of stuff yeah um, do book me <laughs> and you've <laughs> yeah. you've you've but you, and also not giving away any confidences you've you've worked for like big stars you've been to big stars parties and yeah, things like that haven't yeah, you yeah yeah i've been to fact, can i can't say, say can't can say we not say we can't say i can no. say i can say like uh no i can't say that one either we can say it, 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 like big football stars yeah like, well, like the, the most famous ones you can think of ones i've, I've heard I've, of I've been to, yeah that's how big <laughs> they are i've been to their parties i've been booked by them i've been to certain supermodels houses for their parties all, all sorts of like but, but tour, security uh, escorting security, they, the yeah they didn't like me they didn't like it one bit um <laughs> yeah i'd never managed to quite get it through the door but um, but you're good yeah. you're good enough that you you can get paid dollar by big stars you know but yeah you are, but, but you are affordable to the common man the common rich man <laughs> 
no, no. Uh, yeah, I, I do a well, lot, a lot of normal, every, normal people's runnings and parties. Well. Kind no, of you. Not, yeah, I'm, a very, I'm humble. I'm humble. We'll uh, give out the. We'll, listen, we're going to take a break. Go and okay. get a pen and paper. We'll give out the website in a little bit. Um, this is Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Lots of um, <clears throat> nice comments. Watco, who is the gentleman? We were talking about how we met Pete, and I couldn't remember, but I came to a weird um, sort of variety night in King's Cross. What was this guy? The guy's name that was hosting yeah, it, it. Well, it was it was the Brett Domino trio, which yeah. was uh, they're they're now quite a massive YouTube sensation. In fact, I, I think they. even yeah, the, the guy Brett Brett or his real name is Rob, I think, but he's bought a house off the back of YouTube wow. money. Like he, they get that many views that he's bought a house. Oh, off well, the good for him because uh, I thought they yeah. were, were weird, but very very funny. Yeah, they're very good, aren't they? Yeah, um, and they're lovely guys as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, we met at some weird kind of like a variety night. Uh, my friend Watco took us and uh, took me, and I, I don't know why we ended up going there but i was impressed because um you were taller than me and it genuinely <laughs> if i see men that are taller than me i kind of they're uh, coming on the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's seriously we were walking down the street and i'll see one i'll go go on stand next to him yeah, yeah. i'll get a picture taken <laughs> get him on tonight um yeah. we've got mike who's got a trick for you good evening mike good evening mike oh. hello sorry i was just thinking i'm sorry sorry apologies i was taking you off loudspeaker uh, take us off loudspeaker mike you know the no, rules i have i have now no, i have now well, I, I was doing that i'm just uh I was playing No Man's Sky. Is that any good? I've heard it's quite slow. Uh, how long do you give a game before you judge it? Oh, I give it like, an hour tops, and if I'm not put into it in an hour, it's it's going out the window. In which case, you would hate it. I yeah, You'd I hate don't... Monopoly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, do, do people still play Monopoly? That's the I thing. I don't know. Did they? Yeah, I've no idea. No, no one. I... Ever... Yes, Mike. Sorry, I forgot you were there. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a talking show. Um, I used to know a guy, and he used to play with his friends, and they had four Monopoly boards, and they used to make exchange rates between the Monopoly boards. They got really into it. An exchange rate? Oh, my God. I bet they're loaded <laughs> now, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, I'd be chewing on the pieces. <laughs> Some, someone bought me, um, my sister bought me, I think, a Star Wars Monopoly set for Christmas, and my boys sit and they go, oh, Star Wars, can we play it? I'm like... <laughs> After no, two minutes. <laughs> no, I, well, I've not opened it because oh, yeah. I don't want them to get their grubby hands on it oh, okay. they won't uh, they won't understand monopoly you know, it's just i don't wanna how old are they um 27 and <laughs> <laughs> mike you've got a trick um for pete have you yes morning so it, it, it's one of those one-on-one ones all right so you get you get an individual on stage yeah and you look at them in the eye eye to eye and you say don't blink <laughs> okay and when they blink an item of clothing that you're wearing disappears. Whoa, is this, that is a is good this one. Is a trick suggestion wait, or no, a wait, dream you've had? I'm not finished, I'm not finished. Okay, well, no, apparently not. All right, keep going. It keeps going on until you're wearing nothing. Oh. Yeah, I could then the thought it might go time, that way. <laughs> yeah, no, wait. And the, the final, final blink, time, you end up making love to them. Is that right, Mike? No, that's disgusting. Oh. That sounds coercive. How dare you? <laughs> My wife enjoys it, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to imagine, Pete. No, go on. The final thing is that the final time they blink after you've been naked, <laughs> then they're naked and you're wearing their clothes. That is flipping. Yes, come oh, on. Yeah. This, is a <laughs> trick I, this is a trick idea, I guess. Yeah, well, unless he's about to tell me how to do it. Right, what are well, you going to do? <laughs> but he's, you can't ask him to tell you how to do it. That's his, that's his secret. That's his secret. Well, yeah. <laughs> you can't, um, 
I it's, once it's saw... It's an interesting presentation. <laughs> there's a good TED Talk. Yeah. There's some good TED Talks by magicians, and there's um, some boring TED Talks yeah, by magicians. I bet I know what you're gonna say. There's, well, there's the one, I can't remember, there's the one where the guy, and he gets up a volunteer, and during the show, he swapped items of clothing with this guy. Yeah, well, there's one, the guy, um, the guy called Apollo Robbins, who's a pickpocket, and he, I don't think he swapped with the guy, but he's, he's... His, uh, his, his outfit changes. Out his, shirt and his outfit changed. changes from the start and of the show. And he's got the guys watching. Yeah, so that's, on, yeah. Bri- that's brilliant. Yeah, he's really good actually. If, if any of you are bored and you've you've watched all my videos on YouTube, <laughs> you should watch Apollo Robbins. He's got some brilliant videos. It, on it is, it uh, is brilliant. Yeah. That's right. He's he's going well at the start of the thing. I was wearing a green tie and yeah, exactly, got a yeah. black tie and stuff. When we just ruined that for you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's also a rubbish one. We just we just lost 400 um, viewers on Periscope, Mike, because of your 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 trick. Someone yeah, call- my periscope now. Some would call it a trick. Some would call it a sex assault. We, no, word, yeah. um, no, it's, no, no, it's not. Cause it's stripping no. someone on stage. If they've come up on what stage, it's open season. Right, okay, that's the rule. Uh, as, as a former stage hypnotist, I know the rules. <laughs> um, there's also one on on TED Talks who does it with a robot, and that's boring. He does magic with a robot. Oh, right, yeah. That's yeah. boring. I it, is it Mark a Tempest, maybe? Um, well, uh, let's yeah, yeah, let's slag him off. Why not? Yeah, uh, why not? Do you want to see another trick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to see a trick, Mike? Yes, please. All right, are you, are you watching? I'm trying to watch on Periscope. Are you so watching? You. Bye. Okay, All right. bye. He's gone. All right. no, he's gone. He's, he's just gone. All right. Yeah. All right, where's another trick, Periscope? Cash, put your hands out like that. I was in fact swing them towards me slightly and, se- and separate them out a bit like that. You I'm just going to put you... this microphone Sorry. down a bit so we can just, the Periscopers can Sorry, see. Are you right handed or left handed? Right. Okay. Am I allowed to hold up like this? Is that okay for you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. In fact, can you see what's happening? Kath's got her, both of her hands out. Kath, with one of your hands, move one of your hands up and down a bit. That one, you see, which is her left hand. She's just moved up She's and down. Okay, so that's the one we, we're, we're going to go with. With the other one, can you drop the other one down by your side so we'll get rid of that one? That's gone. The one that you chose, can you make it into a fist for me? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to draw something on my hand. Just a little X, a little cross. Yeah, there we go. That? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see that? Okay. Yeah. Now, that is, um, that's permanent ink, but imagine, <laughs> imagine that it wasn't permanent. So imagine that you could just take the ink. Hold on. I don't know if I'll do that ever. Imagine you could just take the X and just... Pull it <gasps> off your hand. Oh, flipping okay, egg. Okay. Imagine I'm holding on to no. the yeah. <laughs> oh No. I've just thrown it towards Catherine's closed fist. If you turn your hand over, open it up. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Show the camera. There's a tiny X. <laughs> Chop it off. Oh, man, alive. That is... <laughs> oh, God. That is, that is... That is freaky. Lick it, lick it. Why? Well, it might be, it might be tasty. It might be laced with something. That is weird. That's it's permanent, not, right? That's not going to come off. It's not smudged. Not, it's not wet. Not, yeah. It's, that's permanently... Well, not permanently on there forever, I imagine, but... <laughs> I don't know how clear that was to the people listening in. You, well, you, it was... It's it, their problem. They, sh- <laughs> they should have got a job as a radio host on a station with no listeners. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to see that oh listen if you want it, we're going to do a couple more tricks uh, if you go to periscope.tv slash ian lee you can watch it on your phone or on your your laptop or wherever um if you want to uh, uh, call in and speak to pete 0844 richard will come to you after this we're just saying when me and kath went to edinburgh we went and saw these korean magicians snap uh and it was really good a lot of korean magic involves fish wire fishing line and fake hands holding boxes well yeah but they did do a really extended routine of one of my favourite tricks, and it's so 
old and it's been done millions of times but i love it the one where um a man and a lady they they're looking nice and then they stand behind like uh, like someone lifts up a curtain for a second then drops it and they've got a different outfit on Mm -hmm. and they were doing it just time after time after time some took a little bit longer and then t- and I, and I, oh, I was loving that it's I, amazing isn't it yeah. i thought that was absolutely brilliant it's, it's, it's like real magic isn't it when you watch it it's just yeah. properly yeah it makes you gasp like a little school it, girl it's weird isn't it magic <laughs> um fell out of fashion for quite a long time in this country and then um uh, how long ago was full pen and teller the first series of uh, that that was definitely a while ago now actually um, was it? it was because i i was i think i audi- i don't think i know i auditioned for that um and i went and did a little screen test and so i didn't actually get on the show in the end but um it was definitely what f- eight years ago was something like that ago? probably that's a very rough guess but it was a while ago uh, it sounds about right and um and it was it was obviously in the zeitgeist because the bbc had what i thought was a nice idea but it didn't work that series hosted by first lenny henry then someone else hosted oh, the it. magicians i thought that was awful yeah yeah where it was it was you'd have three teams of magicians and they'd spend a week with a celebrity and teach them yeah magic and i just it's, it's it like what work. all the commissioners do is um and uh, they try and crow virus celebrity into something just yeah. to, and they go well people will watch it and it's like well, yeah. not if it's terrible no i don't, <laughs> and, I don't yeah. want to watch charlie from casualty yeah, being t- a stooge yeah. in, a, in a magic trick i, I want to watch good magicians exactly which is and, but they know yeah but everything has to have an angle or something different or yeah. they won't commission it uh, but then obviously the be- the shows the magic shows that do very well yeah. are always the ones where it's just the magician doing tricks david blaine he yeah. walks around on the street showing people tricks dynamo yeah. just does tricks he does no like i mean dynamo did have celebrities in his show but it wasn't they weren't there other than us people watching the tricks yeah you yeah, know? yeah um yeah so um, i think people maybe are starting to learn now that actually it's the tricks themselves that are what make magic i want to see magic. it's like and, yeah. and i can never get tired of paul daniels in uh, you know in a little dicky bow doing doing tricks or that i used yeah. to like it when he used to do the bunko booth do you oh, remember yeah. that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah or he would do um he would <laughs> he would do a thing right and the studio would be set up like a laboratory and he'd go and he'd do a trick and he'd go and that happened under laboratory conditions <laughs> 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 that wasn't a laboratory daniels but i love it i love it i love just watching there's a one of the best tricks ever and you, you can kind of work out how it's done i'm not going to spoil the fun for you but it's a brilliant paul daniels trick um mm. where it, and it's on youtube where he makes the elephant disappear have you seen that i don't know if I oh it's flipping there. brilliant he's out in a field oh yeah with yeah, the yeah. army have, have and you. with johnny morris from animal magic and there's an elephant and he makes the elephant disappear in a field now you watch that enough times you can go oh okay there's only one person yeah <laughs> yeah maybe but <laughs> it's flipping brilliant you know that it it's just wonderful and we, <laughs> our, our tastes have got a little bit more sophisticated but a good good card trick is still a good card yeah. trick there's an old joke about houdini because um, he was i think the first person to make an elephant disappear on stage yeah and there was a joke that like two two assistants wheeled on a huge crate the elephant gets into it disappears and then 20 assistants wheeled the crate <laughs> off the stage which <laughs> <laughs> is quite funny um, um, but, but, you, you you've done some bits and pieces have you got any tv shows going out that people yeah, can watch on at the moment yeah actually there's, there's a lot of stuff out there at the moment that i'm in bizarrely so oh. I, I went from doing nothing to doing like so much stuff so there's a channel called insight which is i-n-s-i-g-h-t insight insight okay. um which is a sky channel it's on sky digital two, yeah. 279 um uh, on Sky Digital, so I'm on that in a show called Around the World in Eighty Tricks. Oh. So I go around the world. It's not about doing prostitutes. Tricks. It is not about prostitutes. No. Um, 
nice no, magic actually okay. um and off the back of that so basically if you go to if you go to insight.tv which is their website you yeah. can uh you can stream it so okay. uh, and i'm in episodes five to ten there's a different magician uh, called magical bones in episodes one to five yeah. for reasons which we won't go into now but he's a great guy as well uh, as well as me <laughs> i'm also a great guy um so you should watch that and yeah. also on the same channel there's a show called Secrets of the Brain. It's a neuroscience kind of psychology show, mm. but and it's it's hosted by a neuroscientist, uh, and he talks about things like interesting things oh. to do with the brain, like pop psychology type stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Why we um, remember some things and oh, forget others. People, kind of yeah, stuff. it's really interesting. Um, things like people with photographic memories or f- weird phobias or you know things yeah. that just just brain either abnormalities or just interesting things about the brain. And it's a ten part series, and I'm in each episode doing magic tricks, which either illustrate a point or which are kind of along the same theme as yeah. the basically i think i'm there to um to pull in the young audience and then they go wow. well you're here science and they go, <laughs> and they go all right uh, but it's really good I, I think it's it's it was a fun thing to work on and oh i like stuff like that yeah. we like our little discussions about the brain and yeah. uh, and what have you yeah um and you said you have you got youtube stuff is you got a youtube yeah, channel um i have yeah so um just search pete heat on youtube and let's is, let's yeah. while while we're doing the the, the plugs let uh, i don't want to overload people we're gonna go to richard in a second but uh, uh the, the website if yeah so it's peteheat.co.uk oh you didn't get the uh, dot com I, I actually chose dot co.uk oh come on no I one did. chooses I the did. dot some, i think someone told me it was a good thing for some reason i was like yeah whatever i don't know <laughs> um but yeah so and it's pete heat as in uh heat is spelled h-e-a-t but yeah. pete is not spelled like that okay. it's spelled like peter but without the r peteheat.co.uk and they can get in touch if they want to book you for like where and you do do i mean what i would uh, the weddings i'm gonna be honest guys they're boring right but if there's a magician um and a lanky one strolling around yeah because right? the conversation at those tables because i always get put on the table of people it's like the last table i do i get mm. put on the boring table apparently because i'm the fun one but i think <laughs> oh, i might geez. be getting the same line as everyone else yeah, that yeah. Table. Oh, you're all the fun ones guys but then Just if you that in awkward, that far corner there. <laughs> next to the bar awkward yeah. silence while you're waiting for the um dessert if you strolled over yeah it genuinely is yeah. it, it genuinely is a good thing actually because also on the tables you've got people that don't know each other because they're from different halves of the family or yeah. whatever different sides of the family so yeah I, I basically i go up i do a little um i don't know a little show at each table but kind of like a close-up show yeah. so it's, it's reading people's minds it's a bit of pickpocketing stealing yeah. people's watches and yeah you know yeah just really just the kind of stuff that you see david blaine and dynamo doing but i do it right right you, you do know. it better no yeah I, i'm not walking on the tennis not that kind of stuff but you know the close-up stuff yeah. that's that's what i do we've got richard on the line good yeah. evening richard uh, hip, hip, hip. Thank you. Hip, 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 Richard. Oh, it's, it's Rodanfi. I do, I, yes, I, yeah, I'm never sure what to call you these days. But yes, you're through live on talkradio.co.uk speaking to Peter Heater. Heater. <laughs> <laughs> we both in for that. Guys. Yeah, I've been nice. thinking that all night. Yeah. Hi, Pete. Uh, Hello. Oh, I've, got, I've got a question. Oh, I've got information for Ian. Uh, information? Afterwards. Oh, one of my sources. It's uh, one of my sources. Uh, it's, a, it's a question you've asked a couple of times, and I don't think anyone's replied with an answer yet. Yeah. So if you want to hear that information, uh, you can hear that after I speak to uh, Pete. Yeah, all right. Oh, this oh, is this is a tease. I like it. We're back up. We're back up on the Periscope again. So okay. go on then, Richard. You speak to Pete, and then uh, we'll get the the information, and then we'll do. Then we're going to oh, do it's a sort of, uh, in a way, it's uh, two questions in one. Um, if you were, if you, anybody, you know, if you start young enough, you know, like you know, uh, say five or six years old, can anybody? learn magic 
So uh, it kind of cut out slightly there, but you're, you're, it was the question: Can anybody learn magic? Rather than it's something if that you're born with. If you start really young, you know, uh, and you've got somebody good enough to teach you, yeah, can anyone learn it? I would say so. Yeah, um, I yeah, I started when I was about seven or so, and I think that, like with anything, there are probably people who have certain aptitudes or, or you know certain. But like for example, so it could be something as mundane as having big hands might make it easier to do certain things. Um, but yeah, although Elton John's got. Tiny fingers. This is absolutely true. Yeah, it's true. I once spent. Yeah, but um, he's not a magician. No, for a penis. <laughs> no, I know. For a penis. Yeah. I, he's got joke. tiny hands for yeah. a penis. <laughs> I once um, spent a holiday. Um, well, I think when I first met you, I took. I bought a book on like coin tricks and cards. Oh yeah, tricks, I remember you telling me. And yeah. I took this book away. And it was like like for idiots. Right, I couldn't do it. I've not got. De the dexterity. Uh, yeah, we've had this discussion. I think you you probably just didn't persist for long enough. It's quite a sh it's quite a sharp learning curve. It's like if you pick up a guitar, never having played. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't play the guitar, but I've I've done that. I've picked one yeah. up and gone. This is hard. <laughs> like, I will no longer attempt to play the guitar. But if I'd have done that with magic, I would I wouldn't have got anywhere. But it's, it's got there's quite a steep learning curve. But once you've learned a couple oh. of things, then you like, even just thinking about what you're doing, like yeah. right, I'm going to shuffle the cards in this specific way while talking to the audience. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. To your yeah, brain yeah. trained up to do that but once you've done it for a bit you you like with anything you suddenly you find it not it's not easy you know a lot, a lot easier than it was mm -hmm. it's worth persisting yeah anyone who's interested enough will, le will learn some tricks basically i used to have i did have a paul daniels magic set and um and, and my boys have started doing magic bizarrely yeah. and they do exactly the same thing i did where when it gets to the bit where you do the trick you either walk out of the room yeah or tell everyone to close their yeah. eyes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then do, yeah. now open them again Ta -da! <laughs> and the, there's three bits of rope that are the same length yeah. all of a sudden it's quite funny there is a, a lot of people who do magic more like more seriously or yeah. older people even they they do a similar thing which is they blink at the moment that they're doing the move it's a really it's a famous sort of it's a famous, and it's hard to avoid it's because it's your own brain going yeah. and didn't see anything funny there at all <laughs> there's no dodgy no dodgy moves and honestly I've, I've recorded like i don't think i do it anymore but maybe i do but I've, i used to record myself when i was practicing tricks and i'd, I'd watch it back and i'd be like oh god every time <laughs> and like to me it looked great it's like yeah because i've, I've apparently been blinking every right, time listen, I, we've got to, I want to get one more richard we're, we're running out of time give us one more thing because i want to get i want to get pete to do one more trick before we boot him out all right uh, yeah this is a quick one anyway yeah uh, you're asking about a little show that you would like to listen to yourself because you, you're basically doing the show that you would like to listen to yeah but you can't listen to it because you're doing it doing yourself. It, it? yeah uh, i mean i you know obviously during the, the you know the the uh, baron years i was looking all over or something. I thought there must be something in the English-speaking world. Yeah. Uh, I think the nearest thing is something called, uh, someone called Drew Garabo. I don't know if you've heard of him. Drew Garibald? Uh, Drew Garabo. G-A-R-A-B-O. Oh, I don't know that. No, Garabo, he's no. On, uh, he's on uh, the bone at 102.5. Are you saying, um, uh, Richard, that we are, we are, this show is unique? Uh, I think, to be honest, I, you know, I, if you know me, I, if anyone would have found it, something like your show, yeah. I would have, yeah, I would have, I would have found it by now. Richard, I, I've uh, got to move on because we're running out of time. I appreciate that. Thank you. He's right. He's answered the question I've been asking for ages that no one has. We've got yeah. time for one more trip. We've got yeah. four minutes. Four Can minutes. I see one more. Yeah. Okay, I'll do another one with you, Catherine. Oh, okay? oh is that right? I'm, I'm yeah, that's lovely. Uh, okay. Um, so just because you're right there. Um, I want you to, in a second, or mm. uh, to think of um, a random word. Like, it could be anything. It could be an object. It could be an animal. It could be a place in the world. Um, anything. Just think of a word. Don't tell me. Just think of it. 
Okay. Okay, go. Yeah, you got it. And yeah, just yeah, yeah. just for the I listeners, bet I know what she's thinking of. Uh, though, Not those, that. Uh, those, oh. uh, <laughs> just for the listeners, uh, obviously you and I know we haven't set this up, but we haven't, right? No. Okay, we haven't. I haven't asked you to think of a certain thing or even given you any guidance whatsoever. No, or no. told you that we're doing this, right? Don't tell me yet. Obviously, don't even tell Ian yet. But I want you to commit to it so you can't change your mind. I'm going to yeah. get you to write it down. I'm going to look away. Um, oh, and is... on camera you can um, d- yeah just write down there. on camera you can see I'm genuinely not looking okay I'm going to look away okay I'm gonna, I've got my eyes covered as well if you can right. see that on Periscope she's writing it down okay. here we go okay eyes are covered right can I turn back yeah can I turn back yeah can I show, per- should I show Periscope or not yeah show Periscope as well yeah I'm not looking okay Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Guys. Uh, in fact, c- c- close the pad if you want so I can't yep. possibly see. Okay. Um, now, is this something, this is something that you can actually visualise rather than, say, an abstract concept like the concept of hope or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. something no, that you could. Uh, it's a thing. Okay. Um, and I want you to get quite a vivid image of it in your head now yep. if you can. Is it something that you can do that with quite easily? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I want you to think of. Um, I'm going to try and get it a letter at a time, okay? I want you to think of a letter, but not don't go for the first letter. Think of a letter near the end of that word. All right. Okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think you thought of two letters there. Did you think of, um, like, uh, one and then change it? You thought of an N, but changed to... Yeah! Yeah, it changed to... Is it an R? He's yeah? inside you. Is that right? He's inside you. Is that actually right? Is <laughs> yeah, you're not just saying it because I'm here. <laughs> right He's right? Okay. Um, Stop it. So there's an N and an R. Um, this is incredible. Think of a letter, a different letter, in the middle of the word somewhere. Right. You got one? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an I. Is there an I? There's a, no. This is what's got. Or is it a C? There's an I and, oh, is it, and there's both. There's an I and a C. Is that right? Yeah? It's right. Yeah. And so, was it the C you thought of? Look at his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. Look okay. at his face. Isn't it evil? He's evil. <laughs> Actual evil. Okay. So, you thought of a C. But there is an I. Is there an I next to the C? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, and in fact, just think of the first letter now. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's got, is it a V? It's got something like that, is it? No, no, uh, U? Is it a U? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Uh, what have we got? U. There's an I and a C. What else did I say? There's an N. Um, I'm gonna make a bit of a guess now. I'm gonna, uh, is it, is it unicorn? Yes, it is a Come unicorn! On. Yeah. Man. Come on! <laughs> My little girl is obsessed with them. That was the first thing I could think of. Oh, brilliant. Wow. Good uh, job you didn't write down yeah. what you're obsessed with, because... <laughs> just, uh, just so they can... That is, it's, uh, look, look, look. Uh, Pete, I love it, man. I love yeah. it. I love it. Every time you come in, you know, and I've seen I've seen one or two of those tricks before. I could... The thing is, I know you're not supposed to do the same trick in front, I, but I could sit and watch someone just do the same card trick for me for hours, and I would... I could never work these things out, and I would just happily be yeah. grinning like a lunatic. Pete... Open invitation, man. Anytime oh, you want to come you, in, yeah. anytime you want to come in, just Definitely. just send us a little tweet at Pete Heat if um, uh, you want to follow him on Twitter. PeteHeat.co.uk yeah. is um, uh, the one, and um, you know, you you, 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 have you got any, you got some live shows coming up, or have you? you uh, I will. Yeah, be basically, I, I will. I will have. Uh, okay. So if you, I haven't got dates now done yet, but if you do follow me on the various things, yes. uh, I right. will. I will tweet about them. All right, nice one, man. I love it. Cool. I love it. Can I ask you one question? Yes, you can. How did you do that? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I can't hey, tell you that. Coming up yeah. after uh, the news, we've got um, Sean Hutchinson, who is the fellow who's, who's runs a pub and it's haunted. 
14, oh, right. yeah, 14 yeah. ghosts. 14 ghosts. 14 ghosts. Well, that's greedy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to spread them <laughs> out some a little for bit. the rest of us. We'll ask him. Peter. Yeah, thank you, okay. mate. Uh, 0844991000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. <laughs> I'm loving it on Periscope. They're all trying to... Yeah, I think it's a special pen. He had a special pen. Now, I think... I think what he... He was looking... They're all trying to work it out. I love it. Um, 0844-499-1000. Busy show. Straight to air after midnight. And a haunted pub coming up after 11. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're going to do call straight to air after midnight, um, where um, you can call in and you yeah, straight to air, and Kath will come and sit in the studio. Um, but you can call in any time now, and the way it'll work is your phone up, you'll speak to Catherine, she will take your number, and she'll call you straight back, and you'll come on the air. And you can talk about magic, you can talk about PE, or you can talk about what we're going to talk about now. 0844-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. 0844-499-1000. Uh, we call you back for the next 55 minutes. Now... If you were listening yesterday, um, you will have um, heard me picking up a on a story that was in Britain's greatest newspaper. Sorry, Britain's second greatest newspaper. The Sun, of course, is the greatest. Uh, the Daily Star. 
Haunted Boozer has 14 spirits. Landlord Sean Hutchinson reckons 14 spirits are hunting his pub. And there's a picture of Sean with his uh, Mrs. Georgie, and um, they've got a little boy and stuff. And um, I said to Catherine, I want Sean Hutchinson on this show. I want to get to the bottom of uh, this um, uh, ghostly mystery. Well, Sean Hutchinson is on the show. He joins me now. Evening, Sean. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, mate. How are things going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, are you having a late one? Are you got a lock-in tonight or something? I can still hear it kicking mm. off in the background. No, yeah, no, I've got a live female singer on tonight. Oh, beautiful. What kind of stuff is she doing? Uh, she's doing all that uh, late 80s music. Fantastic. Now, listen, let's get a plug-in for the pub. It's ba- it's it's um, Bait Hall, is that right? Yeah, it's the Bait Hall, yeah, Macclesfield. How long have you been there for? Uh, almost two years now. Now... Be- be- <laughs> she's good. Footsteps on the dance floor. Yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> she's good. She's good. I enjoy it. It's fine. She's very, very good. Um, now, seriously, is your pub haunted? It is. Yes. When did you first find out? Was it like when you moved it? Is this the first pub you've had, or have you had you've been a landlord before? I've been a landlord before. Yeah. And you've never had any problem with ghosts. No. No, no, I've had, um, since I moved to Macclesfield, I've had spirits in, uh, the house I lived in, and also, um, the previous pub before this one. Oh. Um, and how, so when you moved into this one, into Bait Hall, uh, which I've had, which looks like a lovely boozer, when you moved in, how soon after you moving in did you start to notice things weren't quite as you expected? The first day I opened. Really? What happened? Um, opening up, um, doors open, because it was, uh, September yeah. 21st, two years ago, um, and I saw a black figure walk from the rear end of the pub, and I thought somebody walked in to go to the toilet, Yeah, but there was nobody there, nobody in the pub at all. See, because, uh, let, let me tell you where my position is, Sean. Six months ago, I would have laughed you out of, I would have laughed you out of whatever and said, well, he's talking nonsense. But, but, in the last few months, I've started to open my mind to the possibility that maybe, maybe, there is something in all, you know, these kind of ghostly shenanigans. Not all of them, but that perhaps, you know, that perhaps things like ghosts do exist you know which is why i was i was keen to get you on it mentions in the story that um your three-year-old little girl mia she plays yeah. with the ghosts yeah she she plays plays hide and seek in the in, in the pub with him <clears throat> doesn't that freak you out a bit no not at all not at all i mean uh, uh spirits and ghosts can't hurt you only the living can hurt you yeah um, you know, uh, how does, uh, and how do you know that she's, she's playing with the ghost? What, what, what does she say that, um, proves to you that it's a ghost and not just like an imaginary friend that, that, that all kids have? Um, she just said what, I, she says to us, we, we asked her, we asked her what you're doing. She said, I'm playing with Billy. Oh. I said, who's Billy? It's, it, we're playing hide and seek. And from then on, it was like, seen the spirits, we've seen, we've, uh, my wife's seen ghosts, she's very, um, she's like a, a vessel, if you like, 
she, she attracts them and my daughter plays with them, uh, toys disappearing from upstairs that she's not allowed downstairs in the pub, appearing downstairs. You totally buy into this, don't you? Because when you read it, it's like, and it's a t- it's 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 a third of a page in in the star. And when yeah. you read it, I, 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 you can't you, 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 you could easily be forgiven for thinking, oh, all right, bloke's got a new boozer and he wants to you know build a bit of a reputation for himself and you know get some punters in. But you totally buy you you believe this a hundred percent. This is this isn't a wind up from you, is it? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, I, I, we don't need to. To promote the pub, we didn't promote. We didn't approach the Macclesfield Express. Mm. We, we we had a team of investigators come in, and uh, they said it was like before they even did, did the investigation. They're like really looking forward to doing it because it's one of the most haunted um, pubs they've ever been to. Um, but we've experienced. Lots of stuff banging. I mean, really loud bangs. Since my wife got pregnant with my son, yeah, um, the bangs got loud. But it's like a lorry hitting your pub. And it doesn't worry you or your your or your, your wife or your little girl. The son's your son's not been born yet. Is that right? No, he is. Yeah, he's 18, he's eighteen, nearly nineteen weeks old. Oh, well, congr- oh, congratulations! Well, absolutely wonderful. That's that, that, that's a particularly magical time. Is it not um, frightening for anybody? You can't. You kind um, of just you think, oh, this is just just those ghosts. For, for me, no, it's not. But for my wife, she just needs evidence that it's happening. Yeah, because you know she's a. When she was young, she did a Ouija board, and ever since then, something has followed her around. Right, right. Um, and we've had we've had like one of our darts players see a little boy stand watching him play darts. And I said to him, "It's just it's just Billy." See, when you tell and him, so like that, it's, um, it yeah. scares him after that. It scared him after death. He's like, yeah. Who's this ghost, Richard? To be honest, I've never heard the name before until the Withenshaw investigation team came round. Yeah. Um, they're due here on the 29th of October, yeah. which is All Hallows weekend. And um, they turned up and they went upstairs into the the old part of the building. And it, it, it just came across. And he's not, uh, he's definitely the one making all the banging noises. It says in the, it says here in the star that, that you say there's one ghost called Richard who wants to kill me. I've never seen him, but I hear his voice. Is that right? Yeah, I, uh, I heard his voice. They bring a machine that scans radio waves. And, uh, it wasn't just him. There was loads of them, loads of spirits coming through. Females. Oliver Cromwell came through. Blimey. And he and he actually said, kill you. See, that, w- <laughs> that would make me not want to uh, uh, live there <laughs> anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Do you not think? Not really, because, like I said before, they can't, they hurt, can't you. hurt you. Um... So you got a team of expert uh, experts going in um, 
at the end of October. Would you mind, Sean, if, if we had a word with you once they've been in? Would that be all right if we gave you a call and, and just, you know, kind of found out what they, they found and what they said? Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah. Nice fine one. Nice one, man. I've got, Thank you. I've, I've also got another team coming in November. I've got, so I've had uh, one already and I've got another one in October and then another one in de- November. I'm tempted. I'm t- have you, um... Uh, You're more than welcome to come up here if you I was, like. I was going to say, have you got decent Wi-Fi up there? It's not. Uh, it's not too shabby. Could we? I was, I was, maybe I don't. I'm not going to ask you outright because I don't want to put you on the spot. But I, in my head, I'm thinking maybe we come and do the show from your boozer one night. You're more than welcome. All right. Listen. Let, let, I'm. I'm keep in touch with Catherine, my producer, because I'm. I'm. Although I'm getting a little bit short of breath just thinking about it. But maybe we'll come and do the show in your boozer one night. Uh, Sean, you've been such a good sport. The the, the part, How's business going, by the way? It's it, yeah. It's very good. And I've not had any, any anybody come in yet about the paranormal stuff. So he's doing all right of his own back. Because we're in—I mean, I don't—I don't drink anymore. But we're hearing about pubs closing, you know, every day. You're doing all right, are you? Yeah, we're doing. Yeah, we're doing pretty well because we're quite a quite a reasonable price boozer. There we go. There we go. And you've got you've got excellent entertainment in as well. It's it's the Bait Hall. It's in Macclesfield in Cheshire. Um, Sean, I appreciate that. Maybe we'll see you in a in a few weeks. Yeah, definitely. Nice one. Anytime you want. Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. Catherine, speak to Sean. We might be doing a show from a haunted pub. What a nice bloke. What a nice bloke. And, um, he totally buys it, doesn't he? He's not doing the... Well, I think there might be a few uh, ghosts in this pub, guys. Roll up, roll up, roll up. He, um... He totally buys it, doesn't he? Fantastic. Nice one, Sean. I appreciate that. Uh, your thoughts on that, please, and anything else you wish to consider, 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. I, um, have I put the papers somewhere? I can't see them. I like the fact that there's, um, celebrity ghosts involved. Oliver Cromwell. Um, we'll have some of that. We'll look at the possibility of doing the show up there, uh, maybe on Halloween. Spooky, huh? Sorry for the periscope, as I took the headphones off, so you couldn't hear all of that. Oh, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Busy show, man. Um, and it's going to get busier after midnight. We'll take your calls uh, straight to air. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, you can download podcasts. Ah, thank you very much indeed. We've got podcasts. Um, Neil Hannon, who was on yesterday, there's a special Neil Hannon um, podcast up. Uh, from the Divine Comedy. The new album is just um, Foreverland, I think it's called. It's just stunning. we got some great guests next week. So here's who we've got next week, right? Ron Dante, who's basically... Honey, d- 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 uh, 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 sugar, sugar, uh, 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 you are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. Whoa, whoa. Take it, Vinny. It's Richard. Take it, Richard. The ghost. Oh! You're the ghost that wants to k- that kill Sean, is that right? Uh, no, I don't really want to kill him. I just, uh, I want to play with him. You know, just... When you say play no. with him, do you mean play with his willy? <laughs> no, 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 just, no. you know, uh... You want play scale uh, electric? No, like, uh, a widget board on that. With a what? A widget board. A what board? A widgey board. A widgey board, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you shouldn't shouldn't be messing with widgey boards. 
No, no, no. Ouija boards are very, very dangerous things. They're o- you're opening a portal up to um, the Widge. Yeah. I- I'm not sure about Billy, though. Yeah, I-, I think he's a bit weird. The b- the Billy the Boy Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh... Bit sad, yeah. bit sad, though, isn't it? Cause for, a, for it to be a boy ghost, a boy's got to have died. Y- y- yeah, but, yeah. um... He's got a lot of perks in there, you know, ghosts, ghosts have a lot of perks. Well, give us some of the, it's interesting, Richard, you mentioned that. Give me, um, some of the perks that ghosts have. Yeah, we can go through walls. Yep, one. Um, we can, uh, we stay the same age for the rest of our, uh, Life. Where, forever. For the rest yeah. of your whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can fly. Um, and uh, if we don't like anyone, we can, like, um, make them really, really scared. Yeah. And I suppose you get to see, um, you know, men stripping off and stuff as well. No, nah, no, I'm not that kind of person. But some some people are, some girls are, yeah. Yeah, 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 like Lex or something. Yeah, yeah, Lex, Lex is, you know, he's a, he's a promiscuous person. He's a what? He's a pretty. You heard it. I mean, sorry. You heard. You heard me. I didn't hear you. Your phone dropped out for a second. I said promiscuous. He's promiscuous. <laughs> Is that because he's been playing with the Ouija board? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you die, Richard? How did you die? Um. Well, I was, there was this, like, act I was doing, like, uh, with a belt. And, all, right, uh, all right, steady on, steady on, steady on. We're not at the other place now. This place has got standards, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's, it's a really, uh, it's a really, um, sad picture. Uh, don't, don't you want to know how I phoned up? Uh, I mean... Oh, yeah, that's right. My next question was, how did you phone up? Because if you're a ghost, how did you manage to pick up the phone? Well, do you know those uh, phones you just uh, chuck away? Uh, you don't know what, what's happened to it, or they become ghosts, too. The f- so the g- phones that you chuck away become yeah. ghost phones. I never knew yeah. that. The same, you know, what TV, the, uh, yeah. e- even the houses, you know, they knock, get knocked down. Well, hang on, so we- a house get knock, gets knocked down, it becomes a ghost house? Yep, and uh, cars, you know, the cars that... Uh, ghost cars. Get, yeah. yeah. What about the, the ghost tra- ghost trains? Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, what about um, pets? Are there pets in in um, heaven? Uh, no, I'm not in heaven. It's no. like a, yeah, it's a, wow. uh, heaven is like a, you have to die again. So, you know, you have to die as a ghost. Wow. Yeah. How do you how do you kill a ghost? Um, I think you have to uh, get a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And, uh, you suck them off. Wow, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Like, like, sort of. Sort of, sort of like, um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, a bit like that. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, I have to go, and go now. Uh... What, you offer your ghost, is your your ghost mum coming? No, um, I have to sleep. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I can lose my power of haunting. Okay then, bye.
Jake, you're on Talk Radio. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jake. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm all right, thank you very much. Although I did, I was mentioning this to Pete earlier on. I had a proper panic attack on Go Ape, and I, 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 um, I did it. I went round once, and I said to my youngest, I said, I, I can't. I'm really sorry. I cannot go around again. I have to get down. I was terrified. I really, um, I didn't think I was going to die, um, but I was, I was terrified. I got the shakes. I was sweating. I was nervous. The, um, I felt lightheaded and faint, and there were other parents there and i had to um say i had to say to them um i I can't do it i've got a phobia and some of them laughed a bit and i thought up up yours delors i'm scared (laughs) no they were all very very nice but it's a really nice party kids party and it was brilliant absolutely brilliant but um yeah i I had a i got a real proper panic attack up on go ape it was awful is that the place that's got all the uh, zip lines and that? Yeah, there's there's one zip line at the end of it, but you're up about I don't know about thirty feet up in the trees, and it's also you're completely completely safe because you're clipped on. Yeah. But you're walking along these like rope bridges and stuff in between trees, and oh no, couldn't do it. I've done it once before. Yeah. And I hated it, but my youngest can only go up if I go up because he's he's four and because of the age and stuff, and uh. uh and I thought, I'm going to do, I'll do it again. I will do it again for my youngest because I love him. But on the first platform, I just thought, nah, I yeah. cannot do this. And bless, and I, and I really didn't want to make a big thing about it in front of him because I didn't want him to f- feel bad for me. Anyway, it was, it was an unpleasant experience and I won't be doing that <laughs> again, let me tell you. Okay, fair enough. How are you, Jake? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. I've um, been down the local for a few beers this beautiful, evening. Beautiful. So he's boo- we've got boozed up, Jake. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid so, yeah. And that's I've what we want. a couple. But um, uh, in- interestingly enough, on-, on the way back from the pub, yeah. um, uh, I, was- I, was, uh, I was driven home by, by my mum. I'm not, not uh, ashamed to say that. No, there's no but, shame in but, that. But anyway, on, on the way home, uh, there, was, there-, there was a white box by the side of the road. Oh, and uh, we were intrigued to see what it was, so we picked it up, yeah. uh, took it home, opened it up, and it's got um, about eight kilos of crab meat in it. Oh, I wonder where that was going then. Slightly disappointed it was crab meat, <laughs> and, and, and okay, you say kilos, I thought, here we go, here, yeah, here yeah. we go, yeah. <laughs> um, it was meant to be for, for a local hotel, yeah. but it's got an actual value of about £150. Whoa. Yeah. So what are you so, going to do with it? You're going to go, you're going to cover yourself in crab meat? Well, you see, I, I, I don't know what to do with it, so I was going to ask the uh, talk radio audience, well, what would one do with eight kilos of free crab meat? Well, do you know what hotel it's for? Uh, I do, but um, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to say. Uh, no, no, don't say. But could you not phone the hotel up and say, "I've got your crab meat"? Uh, I could, but I think it was meant to be delivered this morning when it was frozen. Oh, in and, that case, um, it's, you've, it's, you've uh, got to act sharpish haven't you because i'd imagine crab meat goes off pretty quick yeah it's uh it's slightly defrosted since then so um it's probably well i i would suggest um it's probably gone rotten i I wouldn't have thought crab meat if it's so it's been by the side of the road uh yeah since about definitely since about eight eight o'clock this morning because on my drive to work i saw it there so. Oh, you got to chuck that man. That that crab meat's going to be, or or eat some, or, or get. How old's mum? Um, over sixty. Has she got? Uh, uh, um, are you? Would you be the sole heir? <laughs> yes. Get her to have a crab meat sandwich. Uh, well, I've 
I've actually already had a crab meat sandwich this evening. So, and and how's um uh, how's how's things going? Uh, not not too bad, but am I doomed? I think you. I think you're not a ghost like Richard, our last caller, are you? <laughs> I I think um I, I I don't know, but I'm I'm um always wary about meats being out and about. But um, uh, well, what 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 options are there if you're not going to give it back to the hotel? No. Um, and you're right; they probably wouldn't take it. What what do you want to sell it? Is that what you're saying? Well, we've we've um we've put half of it in our freezer. And we can't um, refreeze. You can't refreeze meat. Well, <laughs> you see, can't sure refreeze meat. Oh, oh dear. Is that your your mum should know that she's a sen- she's a mum. Yeah, mums know you can't refreeze meat. What should I do, Ian? Give me some advice. We'll put it out to um, uh, the the listener to see what what they think. What what options have you got? I mean, give it to your neighbours. You want? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was thinking about giving at least two kilos to my neighbour. Yeah, give two kilos to charity. You yeah. want to? Um, y- you want to make money out of this, don't you? That's what you're saying. Jack. Well, no, not really. No, but I just I want to keep as much as of it as I can because it's obviously it's quality good. meat. It's got a street <laughs> value of 150 G's. We've got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've got a great uh, text in. If I had eight kilos of crab meat, yeah, I'd arrange it in the shape of a crab, <laughs> cover it in a shell made of cream crackers, and try and bring it back to life. That's um, that's some that's some voodoo stuff right there. Um, I uh, well, if, if we have any fishermen or crabists listening, how long can um can crab meat last? by the side of the road before it becomes toxic have you got have you got cats uh i i do have two cats yeah yeah well come on f- let them fill their puss in boots come on guys <laughs> they, 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 they give the send them to crab heaven that would be wonderful yeah i suppose i could do that yeah so two kilos to the neighbors um half a kilo to the cats yeah um you've got you've got two kilos in the the freezer so we've got about we've got about four kilos of of Good crab meat <laughs> available. Yeah. When you pick the box up, right? Yeah. Did you open it there and then, or did you? Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of those sealed white polystyrene yeah. boxes. Yeah. yeah. And it was all sellotaped up, so we cut it open and discovered the the bounty. And then you kind of looked around, make sure nobody had spotted it. Mum, op- open the boot. Just yeah. We'll talk about it when we get home. Open yeah. the boot, love. This is going in. And, and you got it. You got it. And what does your mum think about this? I can hear a bit in the background. What does she think about well, this? Well, she's she's over the moon. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's free crab meat. Food, it's so, free crab uh, meat. She's she's quids in. Wow. Oh, let your mum fill her boots. Yeah. Let your mum and the cats and, and some of the neighbours let them fill their boots. Go on, Jake. I think it's I think it's going to be it's going to be crab sandwiches for the next fortnight. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weirdo, Jake. Yeah. Thank you for that. If anybody has got any suggestions, there we go. That's that's call of the night. Um, it's our, it's our daily dilemma. Our caller, Jake, has found eight kilos of crab meat worth £160. He doesn't know what to do with it. Should he notify the hotel for which it was originally intended? Or should he try and sell it to his neighbours? 0844, crab meat conundrums, call me now. 0844 499 I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio. Please tick your radio diaries. Late night conversation wealth losing sleepover. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 
0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're um, more than welcome to. You can call in about any of the stuff that we've had um, on the show so far. Oh, yeah. So, next week, next week's guests. Ron Dante, lead singer of the Archies and produced the first nine Barry Manilow LPs. And I'm a huge Manilow fan, so that's going to be awesome. Um, um, oh, what's the name of the Beatles gentleman? Um, Hunter Davis, maybe next week, maybe the week after, who is the only person ever to have written the, an authorised biography of the Beatles. He's got a new Beatles book coming out. Um, um, I've, I've blagged a copy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. At last, I've taken advantage of my position, and I've got a copy of his new Beatles book coming here, and he's going to be on the, on the show one night. And also, next week, Weird Al Yankovic. It's a hard see at the end. Weird Al Yankovic is coming on the show. I mean, that guy is flipping awesome. He is awesome, and he's coming on. So it's... um. It's a week of stars, guys. A week of stars. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Right, here's the thing. We were talking earlier this week about the Crystal Maze coming back. They've announced who the host is. Have you seen who the host is? Stephen Merchant will be the host of cult game show The Crystal Maze when it returns to TV screens. Stephen Merchant. I mean, um... Oh, and Larry Kane's coming on, who, who, who the journal who talked with the Beatles. Um, Stephen Merchant. I've met Stephen a few times. The first time he was very, very rude to me. Um, and the last time he was very, very polite to me. You, go figure. Go figure. There was a gap of about um, 10 years in between those meetings, so I don't know. 0844-499-1000. Stephen Merchant will be the host of cult game show The Crystal Maze when it returns to TV screens. The TV is going through a real um, um, lack of ideas phase at the moment, isn't it? Richard Herring did a very funny tweet today, which I retweeted. Um, my fear would be that someone would make a new episode of um, Goodnight Sweetheart and not tell me about it, because it's been plugged everywhere. That was on tonight, I think, wasn't it, Goodnight Sweetheart? Wasn't it nine o'clock tonight? I think. I think. If you watched it, do let me know. Uh, he's but he's stuck in 1961 or something because he went back to World War Two at the end of the last series and got stuck there. And obviously that was um, like 15 years ago. So you j- jump forward to 15 years or something. So he's in the, the early 60s. And they printed some of the jokes in the newspaper and uh, he said, I'm stuck here. In 1962, when think of all the fun they could be having in 2016, I bet they've landed on Mars, rule of three, they've landed on Mars, found a cure for cancer, and got European unity. The joke is we haven't got European unity. You plonker, Rodney. 
this is what I meant to say yesterday. The show they should have brought back um, is The Two of Us. Do you remember that with Nicholas Lindhurst? It was uh, it was a sitcom about middle class family, and they would I think they were trying to have a baby I guess, and I had quite a crush on the girl, and it was Nicholas Lindhurst and the girl. She was quite tomboyish, but I had a bit of a crush on her. And their dad, her dad, I think, was played by Patrick Troughton, the second Doctor Who. Um, early eighties, I'm gonna say nineteen eighty four. ITV, something like that. I enjoyed that. It, it was, it probably was rubbish. Probably was utter, utter guff. But I, uh, you know, in our mind, we make these things better. The hit show will be making a one-off comeback later in the year for a celebrity special. You can't knock it. It's for cancer. Well, you still can actually. It's like comic relief ain't funny can't not comic relief particularly when you work at the bbc so so guys what are you doing on your show for comic relief this year uh nothing oh guys guys we thought you could do a sponsored how about you do a sponsored stick that up your jacksy guys what are you doing on your show for comic relief guys uh, we thought it'd be really great fun if for comic relief you all dressed up on the breakfast show in your pajamas how about we just do our show because comic relief ain't funny. The episode will go out as part of the Stand Up to Cancer charity week in October. Stephen said, As a huge fan of the original series... Oh, so that's a diss to uh, Eddie Temple Tudor. I'm honoured to support Stand Up to Cancer by hosting this edition of The Crystal Maze. And I really keep my fingers crossed that it gets big viewing figures so it gets commissioned for a, for a series, and I get it. Jesus, people like that, that are putting professional presenters. That guy's a millionaire. He doesn't need to do that. I'm skint. I need to do that. I need to host that rubbish. He's a millionaire. Here's the thing, right? Here's, here's what I would suggest. And this, yeah, this may be socialism. I don't know. Um, but if you've got um, over two million pounds, you're not allowed to um, do shows that there is a very slim chance I might be up for. How, how's about that? How's about that then? Can't do that voice anymore. Sorry, that was inappropriate. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Kieran, stay there. Come to you after this. Ah, man alive. Oh eight four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We call you back for the next twenty minutes. Then after that, we'll um, we'll take calls straight to air. Shall we? Shall we, guys? Why the hell not? Let's go to Kieran. Good evening, Kieran. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Kieran, what you got for us, boss? Been looking at well, and I was thinking of something. Yeah. And looking at I was walking to work. Yes. And then I was on Twitter, and I was scrolling through, and I saw a picture of of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And then I was uh, kind of reminded that there's a woman in America who's in who is in love with it. Have you ever heard of this? She's in love with when you say in love with the Eiffel Tower. What you mean? Yeah. Passionate. Passionate. Wants to marry it, love. 
Well, see, on because I thought that I drank this half at the time, and kind of saw that I and kind of saw that I kind of went on to uh, kind of Wikipedia, and and then I found out about her. I forgot her. Uh, I forgot her uh, kind of first name, but she's actually changed her last name to Eiffel Tower, so she's Miss Eiffel Tower, and yet she loves it. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. Um. Right. What made you think of? The, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't know. Crab shell yeah, shops. I, what made you think of this woman? Do you love her because she loves the Eiffel Tower? No, I, I, I love the Eiffel Tower, and then that machine to keep her hands off him. <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh la la. Oh la la. Uh, I think that's called a menage a trois, and that is French, isn't it? So yeah, that is. They love it. They invented it. They yeah. invented three-way sex. <laughs> yeah. um, so, in the in the I was reading about this. Oh, hang on, hang on, she's married to the, there's someone who's married to the, Erica Latour Eiffel. Bingo. Is married, this is from 2008, hang on a second, this is in the Telegraph, so this is, this is proper, right, this is absolutely proper. A woman who has a bizarre fetish for inanimate objects has married the Eiffel Tower. Erica Latour Eiffel, 37, a former soldier who lives in San Francisco, has been in love with objects before. Her first infatuation was with Lance, a bow that helped her become a world-class archer. She is fond of the Berlin Wall, and she claims to have a physical relationship with a piece of fence she keeps in her bedroom. <coughs> Flipping it. Um, but is the the Eiffel Tower she's pledged to love, honour, obey in an intimate ceremony attended by a handful of friends she's changed her name legally to reflect the bond here we go, here comes the serious bit she revisits the massive structure um, as part of a documentary on Channel 5 on objectum sexual women there are around 40 people in the world who have declared themselves OS, all of them women many of them also have Asperger's Um, well, yeah, that's not weird is it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Flipping egg. So well, then I was thinking. Yes. Okay. So uh, that I didn't read the bit after they were all women. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you you do hear about men. There was a guy recently who had who got arrested for having sex with a letterbox, a, a, a pillar box. There was a guy right. who got done for having sex with a phone box, and there. Um, you're always hearing about men having it off with a car. They use the yeah. exhaust pipe. Of course you do. Yeah. Uh, and so then I was thinking about this, and then I thought, uh, the woman, uh, and Mrs. I fell. Yeah. Uh, and she was a soldier, and then I imagined that she was in a relatively functioning, um, under then under under then inverted commas and uh, kind of normal, but then in one day, uh, 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 she saw something, yeah, and fell in, and then they kind of then they kind of fell in love with it, and they kind of she couldn't help it. That's what happened. So is it is there a chance that at any time, and they kind of and they kind of and sorry. Do you, want me, do, you want me, do you want me to whisper at you or shout at you? Because we've, we've seen this, both I of those... it's a combination, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Kieran, we just need to... Stop stammering! Yeah. Thank you. There we go, it uh, works. <laughs> it's like it when is. the record skips, you just will give it a nudge. Yeah, exactly. And they're kind of just like the phones, and, the, and they're kind of when he hits it's in the, the, uh, the jukebox. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm your phones, Kieran, and you're my jukebox. How does that make you feel? 
There'll be people who won't have heard the conversation last week going, yeah, Dear no. Ofcom, I was disgusted at the way that yeah. radio presenter shouted at the poor, poor soul that had a stammer. Yeah. <laughs> Let them complain. It's okay. it, yeah. Uh, so, in the, in, the, in, the, in the, so then I was thinking that at any time, in, in the, in the, if anybody, in the, in the, in the, they could be walking down the street, yeah. and something could snap in their brains, uh, and, and they the, could have a chemical, and they could have Or they could what. just see like a really sexy looking bin. Yes. Like a really hot bin. Yeah. And you just think, it's like, it's like, um, you know, sometimes you walk past, if you're, if you're a heterosexual man, you walk past mm-hmm. thousands of women every day, but yeah. some, at some point you'll see a really hot woman and you'll think, I want to marry her. And it might be the same with a bin. You just walk, you see bins. Are, yeah. Flipping it. Look at that bin. Cool. So, in the kind of, so then I was thinking about this. Yeah. Uh, in the kind of answer, your last caller, uh, in the kind of, that he was uh, kind of walking to work and then he saw a crate of a kind of crab meat. <laughs> yeah. In the kind of, that is a very slight chance, very slight, that he could end up falling in love with it tonight. He did seem. That he meat is. Very, He's yeah. obsessed with it. That meat is that he meat is. is bad meat, right? Because crab meat turns very oh, quickly anyway, right? It's naughty meat. It is very, very it's the forbidden meat. Absolutely, it is very, very naughty, very <laughs> naughty meat. Yeah. And yet he, he he would not accept getting rid of he the meat. He wasn't going to chuck it, was he? No. He wasn't going to chuck it. He wasn't going to give no. it to the right. He wasn't going to let the rightful owner know that he'd found it. No, no. Oh, then have he ever heard of all? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, kind of, I don't know, uh, uh, kind of homeless people. Yeah. You know, you know, that he could have divvied it all. I don't think, Kieran, in fairness, I don't think you can give probably poisonous meat to yeah, homeless yeah. people. I mean, yeah, yeah okay, okay, it solves a problem, okay, but okay. it's, we're, we're better yeah. than that, mate. We are better okay. than that. No, yeah. I take that back, you know, yeah. that it's just my gut kind of reaction, but I want to help people. Well, it will be their gut you kind know? of reaction, and we, that, you know, <laughs> we, can't, we can't have that happening on the street. That, that's outrageous. No. No, so you know, and kind of, that's what I was thinking uh, kind of today. So, at any point, yeah, I'm just going to stop looking at things. I think. Have you fallen in love with a shopping trolley or something? Is this what this is building up to? Because it's it feels like you're skirting around an issue. <laughs> Listen, I wish I could say this further, but no, that I can't say that I'm, that I'm in love with a shopping trolley. Okay. 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 Shopping okay. Trolley, so. All right, Kieran. Thank you very much indeed. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Did you ever? Uh, one of the ways of making money as a child in the eighties, uh, because in the uh, in the eighties, the early eighties, shopping trolleys, they were just dumped everywhere, everywhere, like in canals and in car parks, uh, constantly in car parks. People would take them home. They'd be in gardens. They'd be in alleyways. Just just everywhere. And, um, science, oh, eight, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. Science was constantly looking for ways to, um, stop the abuse of shopping trolleys because they cost about 240 quid each or something. Big supermarkets now have got that technology where you kind of wheel it to a certain point away from the supermarket and it freezes and it locks and you can't move it. All right, fair enough. But I'm going to say around about 1983, they invented the um the slot where you put the coin in put the coin in and and back in those days it was 10 pence it was a 10 penny bit and um i I remember these being introduced and as a um an 11 12 year old boy 12 year old boy 13 year old boy this was a brilliant way 
to make literally 20 or 30 pence over the space of four or five hours. You'd hang out. The only place they had it in Slough, the first place they had it in Slough, was the Waitrose, not in, the, not in Queensmere Shopping Centre, at the back of the Oracle, um, which was another sh- second shopping centre they built. And um, you would find constantly a row of 12, 13, 14-year-old boys sat on the fence, the wall, by the shopping trolleys. And every time a woman came out with her shopping, do you want me to take your shopping trolley, miss? Do you want me to take your shopping trolley, miss? And the the... the unwritten rule was you would take that you would push you would push their trolley to their car help them unload their shopping and then you're allowed to take their trolley back and get the 10 pence you ever heard of this you ever heard of this phenomenon oh big bucks um but then some of the older harder kids got involved and they would come and duff us up and then 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 the shop staff also got involved go bugger off oh get bugger off Imagine telling a load of twelve-year-old kids to bugger off. That's what they were shouting. Oh, they shouting at us regularly. <laughs> you can't say that to a twelve-year-old kid now. Go on, be off. You can't say it. In the eighties, constantly kids were being told to bugger off. Um, and that was a real big. It it can't. And most people, most most mums, and I'm not being sex- sexist. It was the eighties. It was a sexist decade, right? Most mums were happy for um you know a kid to to get the 10 pence they didn't mind things changed when it went up from 10 pence to to a pound coin that's when that was about 1987 86 87 it went up to a pound coin and it really was then very very rare am i the only person that remembers this oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand then it was really rare for someone to um to let you take their trolley back and keep the quid or they'd let you take their trolley back and they'd expect the quid back so you'd done all this work pushed their trolley taken the stuff out put it in the boot of the car taken the trolley back and then they'd want their quid back so you'd done all that work for absolutely nothing but if you got two people that would let you do that you got yourself two quid you know what i'm talking about pablo hip 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 indeed i do yeah do you remember this because i'm getting blank faces here well i know it but it, it, it's quite a short-lived thing initially because people yeah. weren't used to it so they wouldn't necessarily remember to ask for it back or get it back but like you say once you get up with a pound mark it's uh that was that or, really i mean it, you could get lucky and maybe get two hits but that was a whole day uh, waiting and um people wanted the pound back i guess i guess that pe- people didn't want the 10 pence enough uh, and that's why they had to increase it to a pound because that people were still abandoning trolleys everywhere well i suppose in many ways you're probably thinking oh i'm, I'm getting away with something here but they're probably thinking well i've got rid of having to do something and i've been able to tip that i 10 pence without having to do anything yeah but uh, yeah, uh, yeah so, so did you go and do it with your mates then um, uh, well, it, it, it was it was known of. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily do it myself. Oh, why? Was, um, it, was it only the rough kids that did it? Well, no. Well, because the, 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 the other thing they introduced, which kind of stopped the shopping trolleys being stolen, was that kind of like magic magnetic strip. Yeah, what is that on the property? How does that work? 
I don't know if they still have it now. Because obviously I live in the northeast, so people still, on a regular basis, still try and steal yeah. trolleys. And you often see people getting up to that divide bit, and they know where it is exactly. So they lift up the trolley and they'll walk past it. Yeah. And it, it seems to work. Um, it's obviously a contact thing. I, I thought it might have been some sort of magnetic thing. I thought it, I always thought it was like a pulse that was built under. This is genuinely what I thought. It was a pulse that was built under the supermarket that was like like. Um, an electromagnetic field but and one you, you couldn't go beyond it hang on a minute so simon hello Ian. do you remember what we're talking about what shopping trolleys yeah but get but taking them back and getting money well i got up in Scotland and we used to take iron brew bottles back to the shop to get money well now now we're now we're we, we used to um how much did you get 5p um, oh, 10 pence mate Yay. we used to take um um those soda squirters back. Do you remember those? What, soda oh, stream bottles? Oh. No, not the soda... You, do you know what I mean, Pablo? Not the soda stream bottles. They're big, thick glass bottles glass with, like... Bottles. With a white... The pot man. The pot man would come round on his kind of milk float. No, not... the little pot round. Not even that. It was a big glass bottle, right, with carbonated water in, and it had a white plastic top and, like, a trigger at the top, and it would fire out carbonated water, and it was... It was to go in like your whiskey or something, but what like clowns doing that? Yeah, like, yeah, it was that. That's the things that clowns have got. Yeah, sarsaparilla type of stuff. Is this all? Do you not remember those, Simon? No, mate. We didn't. Have, we only that posh in Scotland. Well, we weren't that posh, and I don't remember any, anybody drinking whiskey. You know, there's, there's, there's northern not posh and there's southern not posh. With <laughs> your canisters of pressurised uh, uh, carbon and whatnot. But everybody. Everybody had those, those, but we lived on a council estate and my dad never drunk whiskey. I know my granddad would have like a couple of glasses when he came over, but, um, we were always seemed to have loads of those bottles to take back. It was always iron uh, or cream soda in Scotland. Cream soda, man alive. If it, how the hell, Simon, do they make cream soda? Because that is just, that is the drink of kings, isn't it? Well, I think they just put sugar and vanilla and uh, fuzzy water. It's a it's a heady mix. You found the the the, uh, the cream soda, Pablo? No, it's, it's kind of just like ice cream in a glass. Now I'm going to have to cut you off, mate. Sorry, I'm I'm sorry, Simon. I'm not going to have a, a pervert coming on. No, I mean that's wrong, mate. That's, yeah, it's your greatest drink of God. On my wedding, on my wedding day, and we got the uh, the Rolls Royce from the um, the church to the uh, the reception. My wife had a glass of champagne. I had a glass of cream soda. Beautiful American cream soda. American cream soda. You yeah, know it. That's what. That's exactly Simon. Thank you for that. I can't. I don't want to do a full on reminiscimus, but do you, I can't be the only one who remembers those 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 bottles with the the carbonated water in. Do you remember those big thick? glass bottle with a white top and a squirter and you take them back to the offing you get i think you got 10 pence for them but we were always taking them back but we never used them i think we used to play with them a bit and get told off and when granddad bill came over he'd have a couple of glasses of whiskey and he, that would get but i don't anyway guys don't call for a bit because after midnight it's calls straight to air who'd have thunk it talk radio Ah, man alive. And look at the time. It's midnight. Who'd have thunk it? Midnight on a Friday. Let's relax and unwind by having an hour of calls straight to air. No pressure. 
if you want to call in, you'd be more than welcome. I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio, and it's time for the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hello. Hello. Hi, sorry. Um, Blissed, I was watching Periscope. Oh, okay. Hi, I just thought I'd just phone to say hello and that I'm really enjoying the show. Nice one, thanks very much. That's all right. No problem. And also, um, this is like the first week I've ever listened to you and I think you're absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much again. Who is this? Who are you? Who are you? Um, my name's Nat. Nat. Yes, Hello, Nat. Hello, Nat. How did you How did you find the show? Um, I've listened to talk radio since it was since it first came on the airways. Yeah. And it was like Monday. I was just listening to the radio, and you came on, and then I kind of got into you. Oh, nice. So one, I've always Nat. downloaded your podcast anyway. Oh, so. wicked. Well, I'm I'm glad you found us. Um, uh, do you see, do you ever see Andy Partridge walking around Swindon? No, I don't, but I did go to school with his daughter. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. There's all, it all links back to XTC. Oh, nice one, Nat. Well, I'm glad you found us and, and, um, you know, uh, hopefully you'll stick with us. I certainly will do. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Um, let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> what you got for us, boss? Sorry? What you got for us? I can get my hand on a few kilos if you're interested. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, it would go... uh, I've got 160 quid's worth, but I can let you have it for 80. Nice. Do you take PayPal? Or do you want cash? Cash, please, mate. Yeah, okay. Usual place? Yeah, my hand. Okay, good. I can see you. Watching Periscope. Bye. Bye bye. I had a really tense moment today. Um, since coming back from Scotland, I've had three Scottish tenors in my wallet. Three Scottish tenors. And I get real anxiety about presenting them to someone and them going, now, nah, mate, don't accept that. And me having to say, but it's legal tender. And I've so many conversations, so many people after the Edinburgh Festival end up saying, but it's legal tender. All the, but it's legal tender. And I had to um, buy a coffee and I had to buy a coffee and an ice cream today. And it was, um, it was a young lad serving at a kiosk. And all I had was I was down to these three Scottish tenors. And I really thought, oh, he's, 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 this isn't going to work. He's going to look at it and go, what's that? What's that? They thought, well, I thought, well, I can't do that. But it's legal tender. I'm sorry, I can't take that. But I think because he was young, he didn't have a clue. He took it. I could have given him anything. He took it. And, I, and, and the sense of relief when that tenor was changed into a British five, an English fiver, and English coins. Man alive. But it's legal tender. It's just the most stressful moment of my life. Yes, line one. Yeah, I was wondering if you can sponsor my uh, pet gay fish. 
Okay, line two, you're on the wireless. Well, what about the weather? Is it gonna rain? You can ask without any reply. But ask about the breaks, that's a different matter. They'll always try. Thank you. No, it is a noisy put down of the phone, wasn't it? Um, I enjoyed that. It, it saves us. Obviously, we have to. You know, we can't keep mentioning products and stuff. So. Um, I love the fact that that guy's been calling for yeah, about 12 years and censors the um, the Kellogg's um, place. You know who was in that advert? Big, one of Britain's biggest um, documentary makers about gangs for Sky TV, Grant Mitchell. Yeah, Grant, well, you, you, you type that in on YouTube. Grant Mitchell's in it. You type that in on YouTube. Line one, you're on the wireless. I've got a problem, Ian. Yes. Um, you've been talking about crab meat this evening. Yeah. You do seem to be the person to come to for this kind of advice, so um, I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. In my fridge last night, uh, I put some slices of pizza from a major pizza delivery chain. Yeah. They were purchased on Thursday night. Tonight, the plan was I was going to have them yeah. with some chips. Yeah. The pizza was going to be reheated. Yeah. Okay. Instead, we went out for a meal. It was a delicious meal yeah. at a chain restaurant. It was very nice. Yeah, of course. The quandary I have now is I've eaten a lot of food. Yeah. I have yesterday's pizza in the fridge. It is now the day before yesterday's pizza. Yeah. Can I reheat that pizza tomorrow? For breakfast? Or will I die? You can have it for breakfast. I don't want pizza for breakfast. I bought some crunchy nut cornflakes. You could have it for lunch, you can't have it for dinner. If you have it for dinner, you'll die, lunch will be all right. It'll just be a little bit what solid. I was also considering letting my child have a slice. Oh, yeah, they, they, those guys. If, if it doesn't kill them, fingers crossed, touch wood, it'll make yeah. them stronger. Well, I hope it doesn't do that. I mean, should it make her stronger? I mean, if her mother's anything to go by, she could end up hitting me, but I suppose, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit more satisfied with my lot in life now, Ian. Well, I'm glad I was able to... Uh, to help. Did you find the advert? You found the advert with him in? With Grant Mitchell in? Oh, dear. Oh, look, we've got another call. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Dave. Hello, Dave, it's Ian. Hello, hello, mate. You all right? Um, no, I'm not. I was hoping I could play oh, no. a... No, I was hoping I could play a song at the start of the hour so I could go for a, a waz. But we've oh, had a... Oh, no, we've, you've, got, you've got me instead. No, really no, we've sorry. had a steady stream of um, <laughs> calls. Fruit and fibre. It was fruit oh, and fibre with Grant Mitchell. I do apologise. I do apologise. Oh, well, I've got a bit of a confession to make. Uh-oh. I've become the person that I hate. Uh, I went to a gig tonight, and you know how there's always that dick at the back of the crowd talking? Yeah. That was me tonight. Well, let's, uh, let's, we might, we might be able to make you feel better about yourself. Who was playing? Go on. A guy called Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey Lewis? Wasn't he in, uh, wasn't he in, wasn't he, um, in Heidi High? Wasn't he the tall, thin comedian <laughs> that worked with Ted Bovis? I think that was Jeffrey Holland. It was Jeffrey Holland. Well played, <laughs> well played. I genuinely thought, all right, the first rule of comedy spike, well, yeah. never turn you back on the audience. Yes. 
start, bizarrely enough, one of the things we spoke about tonight was um, Heidi High. That is so strange. Why have they not remade one of those when they've remade one of every other crap British sitcom Mm. from the last 40 years? So what have they done? They've done Porridge, Goodnight Sweetheart, Are You Being Served? Sickness in in Health, or Till Mm. Death Us Do Part they've done. Um, I was thinking Mm. about this. I don't think there are any funny British sitcoms. Well, I, the, the last great one, I really like Peep Show. I've never, well, I've never seen Peep Show. Um, Peep Show, I think, is the greatest, one of the greatest British sitcoms ever. It's yeah. so clever and smart and cynical, but um, but you should give it a go. I know that um, all members of the cast of the Persuasionists um, uh, <laughs> volunteered our services very at a greatly reduced rate, and uh, that was ignored. <laughs> I, I never saw the persuasion yeah, well, you know, you, you, I know, I'm, yeah. I'm one of the very few that didn't. <laughs> yes. That it was. Where, where were you guys? It was the, the, literally the programme that nobody could stop talking about. Oh, never dear, oh dear. Um, well, I hope okay. we've uh, answered... Uh, well, so what were you, you were talking about? Why were you talking? Was it because the gig was rubbish? <sighs> Not especially, I don't know, but I, I found that I just started doing that, and I, and I, I got a few glares. Yeah. And I was a bit disappointed with myself that I've become that person. Yeah. You should have, you should have stepped outside. I wasn't that. Although you were mentioned as well. What? I wasn't there. I wasn't yeah. talking during the gig. You, you weren't there, but, uh, one of the people I was talking to, you, you, your name cropped up because he, he converted some monkeys footage for you a few years ago or something like that. And, um, oh, yeah. now, did we, he do about, Go on. We were talking about old formats, like old Betamax and VHS yeah. and something called pneumatic video, which I hadn't heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and your name got mentioned. Um, isn't that weird? It isn't that weird. It <laughs> is. I'm trying to um, find his n- name. Don't tell me. Michael. Yes. Yeah, it was Michael. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, oh, I, mate. Yeah, that was him. Lovely yeah. guy. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. Yeah, he did his did did me a great favour and converted. Um, um, no, he didn't do new, the new. Did he? he? No, he did do the pneumatic. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was just this old. Um, God, listen to us yeah. old farts banging on. Well, um, he's. I've never met him, but he's. He's. Um, in fact, I've got right to him because he, he's still got my bits and pieces. Um, it was very kind of him to do it. And next time you see him, tell him I said hello. I will do, mate. Nice one, Dave. Well, good. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much indeed, although I don't really want to be associated with people who talk at the back of gigs. That's just rude. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well. How are you, line two? Good stuff. I'm fine, thank you. Long time, uh, listen, but I've, I've... I've been listening to your podcasts recently because I've, I've, I've very rarely get a chance to listen to you live, but tonight I, I'm listening live. Uh, tonight's been a good show as well. Well, to be fair, I've only just started it. I've just finished work, so I'm driving back. Oh. I'm going to be able to listen to you on last hour. Sorry, I missed, I missed the... Uh, oh, mate, we've had a, we had a magician in for the first hour. We had the uh, uh, landlord of a haunted pub in for the second hour. And we had um, one of the actual ghosts from the haunted pub phoning up. Wow! Which, yeah. which haunted pub was that? It's um, hang on. The, sco- it's... the schooner in in Northumberland. No, it's Bait Hall in Macclesfield. 
there's some lovely ghosts at the Schooner Inn in Northumberland, I must say. L- I love, I love, uh, love me ghosts, me. Love me ghosts. Yeah, they're, they're really, really friendly. Not, not as friendly as Casper. No. But, you know, but still. Casper um, was oh, like a, Casper was an annoying ghost. Casper was an annoying well, ghost. The, the, people were saying that that was the ghost of Richie Rich. Now that's a, yeah, uh, that's yeah. a rumor on the internet. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know if that's, that's possible. Anyway, um, I was I, I've been looking at your Twitter um, bits of boss. Yeah, and I noticed that you were speaking to Limmy yeah. regarding Grand, Te- Grand Theft Auto Five. Limmy, uh, who was on the show um, about a month ago, he's he's tw- he's obsessed yeah, he's with brilliant. Grand Theft o- Grand Theft Auto well, Five. I'm actually I'm actually one of the people that play with him live uh, on his live stream. Um, could you? Oh, I, uh, I could have, you? Could I you do? Can, I, can you do me a favour, right? And I will pay you for this. Yeah. Can, okay. can you during one of the games, <laughs> right? This is genuine, right? Yeah. Can you assassinate Limmy? Ah, uh, but then he might kick me out of his. Well, uh, well, mate. Well, that's running. That's yeah, running a risk, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's that. It, that's the thing. Are you prepared? Do you know, I'm, I was tempted to buy, because I've got it on Xbox, but I was tempted to buy a PlayStation no, 4, yes, yes. just so I could go and, yes, I could yes, go and assassinate him. Yeah. You know, you need to, well, that wouldn't be very nice, but no. I'm sure he would, you know, but he just, he gets very angry when people blow him up and, and, <laughs> and, you know, and, um, shoot him and things like that. Um, and he's also, I think he's recently got rid of a lot of people on his team. Yeah. Because they're, um, you know, not as good, so... I don't really want to run the rest because they're not as good. I love it. Assassinate him, right? Assassinate him and stand over his body. Stand over and say, "Ian Lee, Ian Lee sent me." And then then should I urinate on it, or can you do that on him? Um, possibly. I don't know. You could probably tea bag him at the very least. Tea bag him. If not, there'll be a DLC for that in the future, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, teabagging, uh, for those who don't know, that's, that's what you can... You do that in video games. When you kill someone, you teabag them, and you bounce... You, honestly, it's, it, everyone does it. It's, they've been doing it for years, and it's very funny. They teabag... Everybody teabags them. So do that and tell him I sent you. I will. I'm going to... I'll be on there on Monday, probably, and I'll be on... And I'll tell them... Ian, Ian told me to shoot you in the head, and yeah. then uh, teabag you. Nice one, man. Thank uh, you, Simon. I appreciate that. No, no... Not in real life, of course. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Not in real life. It's just in the video game world. Thank you for that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. This is Talk Radio. Jake is getting twitchy on Twitter. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Call straight to air for the rest of the show. Um, Jake is the crab meat guy. Imagine that. That's how he's going to be remembered forever. Is the crab meat guy? I mean, of all the um, the monikers you could have, the crab. Hey, um, if he meets any other listeners, they go, "Hello, do you, you ever called in?" Yeah, I'm Jake. No, yeah, Jake, I've called in a, f- a few times. No, doesn't. Um, you may know me as the crab meat guy. Oh, yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, he's on Twitter saying, "I still need some advice." um on crab meat if your listeners can help mate you you've got stolen poisonous crab meat you're you're probably gonna die and when you die you're gonna go to hell because you stole it so oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand call straight to air we don't call you back uh, after midnight on a friday line one you're on the wireless all right in as you were thank you 
At ease. How are you, sir? Stand down, stand down, boys. Stand down, stand down, sir. Stand down. Scottish pounds, Ian. Yes. I love them. I love Scottish pounds. I'm, I'm, I'm going up to Scotland in a couple of weekends' time. You thought you could take the Scottish pounds? Are, you got, no, are, we, are we sticking with the Scottish accent? Because we, 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 we went in 30 seconds into it. Are you going to stick with it or are you going to. Uh, yeah, alright, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get some Scottish pounds when I go up there. No, I, I haven't prepared for it, I might sound racist. I don't, don't think it sounds oh, oh. racist by doing a Scottish oh. accent. I'm a wee lassie hey. from Kilkenny! Doing a Scottish I'm accent. a wee lassie hey, from hey. Kilkenny! And I'll touch your bum for a favour! Hey, 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 hey. Why do you like hey, them hey, so hey, much? What? What? Why do you like them? I thought they they fill me with. When, I remember, well, Kath was there when the money came out of the the the, um, the hole in the wall, and as it came out, I was going, "Oh no 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 no! Oh no!" Oh no, it's brilliant though. Do you know why it's brilliant? Because you get the note. You come back down here to London, Aye. and then you go to a restaurant, Aye. and you have your food. Aye. You eat it all, every last bit, and you wipe all the little bits up oh, with the bread, you drink everything, food. everything there. A wee bit of scran. Nothing, nothing left at all, absolutely nothing, not a crumb. Aye. And then they ask you, would you want to pay by cash or by card? And Aye. you say, oh, by cash. I've no got no card, I'll pay by cash. Yeah, exactly, you haven't got card, you've got nothing else. Scottish pounds on the table. Aye. They're like, no, I'm sorry, we, we only we only take uh, we only take pounds. Hey, and they are pounds. No, 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 we we only take British pounds. No, they are British. Scotland's in Britain. We say, no, 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 we don't accept that. Like, oh, you massive ball bag. It's all I've got. What, are you, what am I supposed to do? What I got? No, you can't pay. I'm going to call the police. Well, the police will tell you it's legal tender, and then he can start saying legal tender. Legal over and over tender. Again. Not legal tender. Legal tender. Legal tender. Legal tender. Rocky. 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 And that's kind of how it works. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you um, uh, want to uh, call and um, talk about any of those things, it was you just literally the money was coming out, and I could see it coming out. I was going, "Oh no 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 no! I forgot! Oh no!" And I said to Cass, "I'm never going to get rid of these. I'm never going to get rid of these. I've still got two more. The anxiety it induces. I got rid of one. One down. Two to go." I might fly all the way up to Scotland just to spend that 20 quid. It's all I need to do. And then come back down. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Ray. Hello, Ray. Yeah, I, um, I hope this um, trip to the haunted pub comes off. It sounds really fascinating. Yeah, it does sound fascinating. I'm look. I'm. I'm looking forward to. It. All, all we need is a decent internet connection. It's got to be. It's got to be a strong cabled internet connection that we can plug into, and, and we're away and we're doing a radio show from there. That's that's all we need. But I, I think it. I think I it could th- happen. Yeah, I was just thinking though, if you're on the usual slot ten or twelve, ten or two. No. The first hour and a half no. of the show, it's going to be very, very noisy, isn't it? Because ten- the pub's going to be still open. Well, ten to one. Um, 
Yeah, the one, sorry, we, yeah. Well, well, what I'd, what would we would probably do is we'd probably <laughs> have Kath downstairs in the boozer, because she knows how to work a crowd. She, there's a microphone there; she can belt out a bit of share, <laughs> and I can be upstairs where it, where the the, um, the the spooky activity will be taking place. Yeah, um, did, I mean, you, you should have asked him how often these things happen, though, because maybe they've only happened every couple of months or something like that. Oh, we're going on Halloween, mate. Are... We're going on Halloween. It's bound to, uh, it's bound to happen. Right, right. Uh, what if it... Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Yeah. What if it does happen? What if it does happen? What if yeah. we are in that pub on Halloween doing a live radio show and we're periscoping it and we're yeah. broadcasting and it happens and we see a ghost on the screen and you hear a ghost talking and you hear yeah. um, a baby crying and there are no ba- What if it does happen? And Well, you know, you know what? When you first mentioned it, it made me think of that programme Ghostwatch. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Sarah Green, Mike Smith, <laughs> Michael Parkinson. Yeah, it was a, it was, um, a wind up, wasn't it? They wound the nation up by pretending. Um, oh yeah, there was live ghost it was, activity. It, it was all right until the end, until it was all like the ghosts took over the studio and. Well, I never saw it. I never saw it, but I remember they talked about it at school the next day, and then someone yeah. bought it for me on DVD, and I thought, like, like about five years ago, and I thought well, I'm not going to watch that now because I know that it was a wind up, but. Good old BBC yeah. for doing a wind-up like that. Well, it was uh, it, that programme and, uh, I suppose, Threads, the two of the most controversial programmes in the BBC, I think, God, produced. Why did you have to mention Threads again? I mean, just, just as we're getting... Well, there was mentioned a month ago, <laughs> we were just forgetting that Threads ever existed, and then you go yeah. and you mention Threads again. Outrageous. Oh, it, is, it is depressing, I know. Well. Mom, I, I mean, I'm very sceptical about ghosts, yep. but um, even, even when people talk about them, I, I get a, a shiver down the spine. Um, I haven't seen one, but my mum's seen one. Yeah. Um, in the Great Northern Hotel at King's Cross, which came down for a trip to London about yeah. 2000, the year 2000. Yeah. And um, she came down with my niece. And I was I lived I was living in London at the time, so I was just showing around the sites and everything. Yeah. And I know that you know that that hotel, but it's very old fashioned. It's very sort of uh, lots of um, wood and brass, and it's it's all like out yeah, of the Victorian it was, era. It was lots of brass, or it was, there, yeah. Or it was back then, anyway. So, um, uh, yeah, mum apparently woke up in the middle of the night, and she and my niece were staying in the same room. Yeah. And she saw, I know it's cliched, but she saw somebody in Victorian dress heading towards the room door. (laughs) My mum is not one for, is not a person to lie. She's very level headed. And um, she went down to breakfast the morning after. And she happened to mention it. And they said, Oh, you've seen the ghost. And what did this um, person in Victorian dress, did they do anything? Did they say anything? No, they just walked across the room. In fact, she thought it was, when she woke up, she thought it was my niece yeah. going to sort of like the ensuite bathroom in the room. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Hang on. So she woke up? Yeah. So it was, sorry, right, I don't know, waste that minute. So it was a dream then? 
because we've all had those dreams no. where we think we're awake but we're still dreaming i've had those dreams no no it, it, I, it definitely was not a dream i know that and i'm not well i'm not saying your mum's a liar before you start, you know, before you start getting angry with me, Ray, I'm not saying she's a liar. I'm just saying I've had dreams. I've had dreams where I think I'm so awake that I'm standing mm. by the toilet having a wee and I've wet the bed. But it was a dream as an adult. Oh <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe I'm not saying your mum wet the bed, and there's no shame in wetting the bed, guys. <laughs> but I'm. I'm saying, it, but I suspect that in this instance, your mum was was asleep, but was but thought she w- but was dreaming she was awake. It happens. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe, 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 maybe. You see, exactly. Thank you very much indeed. Anybody else got a ghost story they want me to um, uh, take apart? I, I will do. Although I am becoming more ghost friendly uh, than any uh, any other period in my life, apart from when I was an idiot teenager. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, this is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Last thirty minutes of the show, guys. I didn't get my uh, my chance to have my way, and I, I I fear I may not until. Um, one o'clock. These things, uh, these things happen. These things happen. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, don't forget, um, you can download the podcasts if you go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee I A I N L W. They'll they'll pop up and you can subscribe to them. There we've just um, put up the Neil Hannon one and um, best bits of yesterday. And there's also Dean Torrance has has gone up from uh, Jan and Dean. That was fun. Dean Torrance from Jan and Dean, man alive. Um, And we try and put one podcast. Well, we do put at least one podcast up every day. And if we interview somebody, or there is a, a particularly hilarious part of the show. We'll whack that up as well. Um, I put some of them up on my YouTube channel, but I can never remember what it's called. It's either... Miss, I think it's Mr. Ian Lee, or is it The Ian Lee? Mr. Ian Lee, I, I don't know. The reason it's Mr. Ian Lee on YouTube is because I owned Ian Lee on YouTube, right? And then I mistakenly, like an idiot, deleted that YouTube channel. I deleted the, the Gmail account that was associated with it. And that deleted the YouTube channel. I didn't work that out until ages later. And then I was like, oh, balls. And um, uh, now I can't start a channel called Ian Lee again because I had one. And Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Oh, Ian. Yes? Are you talking about ghosts tonight? I've only just turned on. Um, radio. we're talking about anything that anyone wants to talk about where have you been well, all evening okay. why why have you not why have you only just turned on um well i've been uh traveling which means tra- to tra- a radio traveling from from where to whence uh from a pub in chertsey well you've been in my boat well, in weybridge you've been you've been at the bu- the pub that's what that's what you mean yeah only playing darts though Ian. here's the thing pint. i stole 
didn't steal i found a dartboard um in the talk sport skip about three weeks oh, ago yeah. right it's a, it's a perfectly uh-huh. good decent dartboard and right now huh? a windmill i don't know yeah, yeah sure why not and sure. my the part of me that is is comes from my dad went oh, i'm having that that's too good to waste. <laughs> so I put it in the boot of my car, and I thought nothing of it. And then the other day, the boys found it, and I went, oh, I've got a dartboard for you. But we haven't got any darts. And then today, uh, we went and bought a set of darts. darts, right? But darts are really Where'd expensive. Hmm. Now, we bought okay. a set... Where we bought you a buy them from you? From um, a, a department store, from the uh, sports department of a department store. And we bought uh-huh. some that were sponsored by the Crafty Cockney, or the, the, the Crafty Racist, as I yeah, call yeah. them now, yeah, right? yeah, Bristow. Yeah. And they were a tenner, yeah. right? But there were a set of arrows there that were 40 quid. 40 quid! Well, I paid 27 for mine, but that was about four years ago. But what does that uh, get you? Are they? Co- is it computer-guided technology? What does that get you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it got me. Um, a, a great day out. Because there's a there's a, a shop in Surbiton oh, yeah. that deals only in darts what? and dart related implements. It's a it's and a dart uh, store. It's a dart store. It's a dart store. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's yeah. A dart and it's close to a, a pub as there well, we of course you know, which is, is uh, quite yeah. good. But they've got a, a dartboard there, so you can try them out, and you can try out as many as you like. But, so, uh, what sort of weight? Did you turn out getting them in? I don't know. I bought the cheapest. What kind of question is that? I bought the cheapest darts because it's for my six-year-old and my four-year-old. You asked um, Eric Bristow. But, 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 Moulded in the stone. No, no, your four-year-old's not going to. No. Well, no. Ha- have they actually played yet, then? Ian? No, not yet. We're going to play it on Sunday because I'm out all day tomorrow, going to Birmingham tomorrow to maybe to interview some Gary Glitter fans and maybe one of the Glitter bands. Oh, right, but yeah. they've not got back, so that yeah, might yeah. not be happening. Uh, so Sunday, Sunday, we're going to we're going to um, hang up the dartboard on the uh, shed door and we're going to play some darts. <laughs> Excellent. What are you like at um, adding up and taking away? Oh, absolutely terrible. But we'll get some chalk and we'll write on the wall next to it. And my eldest likes doing maths, so um, he'll 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 love it. He'll love it. When you say maths, do you actually mean arithmetic? No, I mean maths. Oh, what calculus and uh, all that sort of thing? No, I mean maths. Why are you you being a bellend? I mean, I mean, I mean maths. Because <laughs> you're a pedant as well. I'm not a pedant. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean ma- maths is adding up and taking away. No, it isn't. That's arithmetic. Where do you? Th- it's maths, you muppet. No, it isn't. Of course no, it, it is. Maths no, is adding up and subtracting. I'm not worried no, no. about it. But maths is adding <laughs> up and subtracting. No, no, it isn't. But there's no need to argue about it. Well, <laughs> hang on a minute. So when I was at school in my maths yeah. lessons. Right? No, no, that the was teachers got it wrong. Yeah. The teachers got got it wrong when they oh, were absolutely. teaching me maths. Well, he probably, um, uh, he was responding to the syllabus. There we go. Um, Chloe's, um, uh, tweeted me. Chloe has uh, sent an interesting uh, message saying, Ian, I can hear your voice coming from my boyfriend's pillow. Please shout, Brad, stop snoring. Now, Brad has obviously fallen asleep whilst listening to the radio. I'm guessing he's got, Chloe, has he got the radio underneath the the pillow? Old school. Old school. Um, And uh, he's obviously disturbing Chloe. Um, 
Chloe, no, I'm not. Go- I'm not going to indulge um, your uh, petty nonsense because we need every listener we can get, even if they're sleeping listeners. So, Brad, you keep snoring, Brad. Have a nice, pleasant dream um, of me and you um, having some hot fun and you dumping Chloe because she doesn't love you. Here we go. This is what we're going to do. Brad, Chloe is seeing someone else. Chloe's, Chloe, Brad, Chloe is cheating on you. She's seeing someone else. She's having an affair with um, Jake, the crab guy. That little, little psychic seed has been planted in his head. Don't, don't mess with me, Chloe. I will destroy you. Oh eight four 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 nine nine uh, uh one thousand is the telephone number for the last hour on uh Fridays generally we uh we take calls straight to air and, and tonight it's been very very busy very busy and they've all they've all been excellent um another twenty minutes to go though if you want to take part if not we'll sit and I'll talk about rubbish that's in the the papers oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio <laughs> 0844-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to um, give me a call, Neil is saying on Twitter, we call maths numeracy in school now. What the hell is wrong with these perverts? Sweet Lord. Keeping up appearances. That was the other show. That was one of the other shows that they did in this We've Run Out of Ideas, so we're going to do old shows. And um, there's a whole thing on page 8. Page 8 of the mirror is a real mystery to me. It's a real mystery. As it, it, I don't know what it does, what purpose it serves. I'm going to sneeze in a minute. Because... Um, Quite often they'll have lists of things on page eight, the toys that are uh, good now. Celebrities that have got ghosts living with, you know, that kind of stuff. And today it's um, 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. Although, I'm, you know, it's very, very late on a Friday night, Saturday morning. I'm guessing some of you may not want to call in. I'm guessing all of you may not want to call in. I mean, that that's um, that's fine as well. And page eight is um, written by Roy Clark, who wrote um, Keeping Up Appearances. The reason I I, I paused then is because it says, I I misread what it said. I thought it said they were bringing back, oh no, it's Selwyn Froggett, which of course we discussed in great depth um, a few weeks ago, but it's not. He also wrote, these are the programs Roy Clark wrote, okay? Keeping up appearances, open all hours, last of the summer wine, and oh no, it's Selwyn Froggart. Okay, how many TV sitcoms have I had commissioned? None, right? And these programmes got millions of viewers, but, 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 but they're rubbish, aren't they? Um... I once wrote a pilot for a sitcom, he says. 
It was called Keeping Up Appearances. I pinched its main character largely from life. Anyway, and he's so there's there's a prequel to Keeping Up Appearances. And it looks like her uh, her dad is played by um uh, Paul Young, the pop singer. I don't think it is, but it looks like it. it but like a moon-faced Paul Young. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, uh, remember uh, that Dick Garibald thing I mentioned earlier? Like, like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just one thing I was going to say. He, he does straight to air as well. Oh! Does, uh, Suddenly for the last ten minutes of the show, he does straight to air. And the way he does it is... It's not like he's basically like the way you say, line one, you're on a wireless. Instead of saying that, he'll say, uh, give Dick a rest. And then the caller will say something for about 10 seconds. And then they'll, they'll, then they'll be off. And then they'll say, give Dick a rest. Give Dick a rest? Like, yeah, give Dick, Dick, give Dick a rest, it is. That's his catchphrase. What, what, who, uh, uh, why, is, why is he giving Dick a rest? Well, it's basically a guy, he used to have a, a producer called Dick. Okay, I so see. The idea was, see. Uh, so the idea was, uh, you know, he would, uh, you know, be giving him a rest because he yes. wouldn't be taking calls anymore. But he's got a new, he's got, he's got a new producer now, but he still, still says that. Well, because Dick's out, is like penis, isn't it? So that would be... Yeah, yeah. Is it any good? Um, well, you know, I've dipped in and out. I mean, it's, you know... Uh, I don't want to say it's great because you know you might. I don't know. It's it's different, but it's not. It's it's, it's a, you know. It's a very. Uh, I mean, American talk radio is very. You know, it's, it's very. Uh, I mean, it's, you, you think there's so many stations to be a lot of variety, but it's nearly all political. Yeah, you know, like Rush Limbaugh and all those guys. You know, even more than here, to be honest. But yeah, that 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 particular station is uh, quite different, and it's. It's you know it's, it's sort of a mix between talk radio and sort of a, a blokier version of talk sport. It is very blokey at times, to be honest. That's one thing you know that's quite that you might not like about it. Uh, I um, but, you know, I uh, I did ask in the end Alex Jones, not from the one show, the American, to come on the show. Um, oh yeah, and he didn't reply. So I I take that as i'm just checking to make sure i didn't miss his reply because i've missed a lot of tweets recently um but he didn't reply so i think we take that as a as a no don't we is that yeah, we, uh, we take that as a no don't we or or maybe yeah we think we take that as a no um one other thing yeah uh, um, who, who, out of men and women, who speaks the most in the day? Who says the most words? What in what? This is it. This this. Uh, it, it, what in general? Yeah, in general. If you if you added up all the if you counted the number of words the average man says versus the average woman, which would be more? Men. Really? Well, I do Do you not know the Do you know the answer? No, no. I'm just getting. You know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is. A, I this thought is you a had the figures in front Nick of Abbott you. Used to say a lot. Nick Abbott used to say this all the time. He used to uh, always say that uh, men don't say anything because you're, you're basically contradicting him. 
used to say men don't say anything because in, in past history, men used to be the hunters and gatherers. So if they yeah. started talking a lot, then it would yeah. scare away the, you know, the prey. That's why men well, learn. Nick Abbott does talk some utter rubbish sometimes. I mean, he's brilliant. <laughs> he's one of the best, you know, in in the world at this. But he does spout some guff sometimes. I mean, I think that was his argument. Why there's, there were no very few. Well, I, I mean, do you know any female help talk late night talk show host? I've never heard of one. But I don't think that's. Um, I don't think that's because men you know whoever speak more than uh, it's because um radio bosses are really lazy and really old-fashioned and they don't like hiring women i mean the only woman we've got here in the weekday schedule is julia hartley brew and if you've ever met her she's got bigger balls than i have literally um oh yeah i mean you can tell from her tv stuff you know she's quite scary well, she's not scary. She likes to pretend she's scary, but she, you know. But she's 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 you know. Um, I would listen to a late night. I, I I listen to people if they're good. I don't care if they're men or or, or women. But you do find in this industry that um, people kind of get pigeonholed in traditional uh, places. Like you, you'll, it will generally be a woman presenting a sex and relationship show as opposed to um a, a, a man and it will generally with exceptions and the bbc are kind of bucking this trend a bit it will generally be men presenting um a sports based show um um but there aren't many women presenting talk radio shows, and I mean speech radio shows. Um, and I just think that's because bosses are, 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 are lazy, and there's this weird kind of thought process in radio that people don't want to hear women talking. Women actually trying to get into the business, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women are being turned away. I've been giving talks at colleges and stuff, and whenever Kath is available, I make sure Kath comes along as well, because I think it's important for young women to see a woman who is making a living out of this industry. But I have given talks at colleges with, you know, women, girls, you know, seven, 16, 17, 18, who have been told um, that that they should stop pursuing trying to pursue a career as a presenter because they won't get anywhere and they should focus on being a producer or a reporter and that's outrageous you know that's outrageous that 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 is still being you know my generation got it wrong we muffed it up and we didn't get the balance um right but um see i think petri hoskin is brilliant right who was an lbc and and, and she left there to go off and do whatever she's going to go and do uh, but i i thought she was a good speech radio presenter Catherine's a good speech radio presenter you know um th- th- they are th- of course they can do it of course they can do it yeah i mean yeah i mean the ones we've heard are great just that you know they don't seem to get you know uh, the great slot no yeah you know, well, uh, well, we need um, uh, uh, intelligent, young, forward-thinking people to come into um, uh, radio management and to ensure that's the case. I, I you know, I, I listen to people because they're good. You've had female bosses, and they, and they, you know, they don't seem to work out too well. No, no. Would no. well, uh, you, you mean work out, work out too well in what respect? Well, the ones you, you, you recently complained about uh, uh, the ones you had at the BBC. 
Oh, but I'll complain about every ex-boss. <laughs> you know, whether I've had more male bosses than female bosses. The only female boss I had was at the BBC. Um, um, it worked out. It worked out about average. In that I was there for four years, three and a half, four years. That's that's about average. You know, I I don't think it was it was it wasn't specifically her fault. It was people higher up the food chain, as it gem- as it invariably is. Um, but I, I've got no qualms of working uh, with, or, or, or I, I think personally I work better with a female producer, and I've, I've, I've always thought that. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I just think don't read too much into the fact that my last boss was a woman. I don't, I don't think that's got anything to do with the way it ended. I mean, uh, it probably would have been the same, if, you know, regardless of the sex, I suppose. It wasn't her that called it out. It was, it was, um, is it Stuart Hall? No, not Stuart Hall. He's the paedophile. Tony Hall. It was Tony Hall that called, that, that, that called it out in the end. And, 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 and it was either Tony Hall or the BBC Trust. We don't know which. I kept hearing conflicting stories. It was one of, it was one of them that, that, that got me the boot. So, yeah, it would have happened either way. I mean, the, the end product of that was that you, you, uh, I know it caused, you know, a heck of a lot of pain. Yes. You know, uh, the way to look at it, you know, from the positive, yep. you got paid basically for not working, didn't you? You would, you got, you were going to leave anyway, uh, and you got, you got paid for not working, yeah, instead yeah. of being paid. So. Yeah, yeah, and I you, came, you, I you came know, out with it with looking a bit of a hero. When here's the thing, guys, if I'd have known what would have happened, I would have done it completely differently. Anyway, listen, we're, we're disappearing a bit up our fundament. Let's get take another call. Thank you, Richard. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line two. How are you, sir? Everybody's um, started the straight to air with a very mysterious, hello, Ian, how are you today? Which is um, a little bit, but yeah, go on. I'm all right. Good, good. My name's Phil. Good evening, Phil. Welcome. Good evening, Ian. I just wanted to say, well done. Well done for being you. Thank you. I try. I don't always get it right, but thank you, Phil. Yeah, you're welcome. I think I think in general, I listen to your podcast. I don't listen to your show as often as I'd like to, but I listen to the podcast every day. Yeah. And I just thought, um, in general, I've been meaning to contact you since I heard that chap that had had the coma when he fell out the window. Oh, um, um, Russell. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say, really, that's probably the most touching bit of radio I've ever heard in my life. Uh, well, thank you, Phil. That's not, you know, it's not down to me. It's down to the callers feeling that they can call in and, and tell me that kind of stuff. But I'm, I, I, I know what you mean. It was quite some story, wasn't it? It really was, and I thought you handled it well. Um, I'm not sure how other other radio hosts would have handled that, and I thought you just did such a great job. Um, I've followed you since, obviously, the 11 o'clock show, etc., etc., um, and in general, I listen to your podcast every day on the way to work, and um, that one that one really got me. Nice one, Phil. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate you calling and, and, and telling me that. No problem. Have a good night, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you, man. There we go. Well, that's a nice, a nice call. We've got one more. Probably time for one more call. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right, thank you. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Listen, um, you talking about ghosts earlier? Yeah. And I had a, a, a dream about 15 odd years ago, which still haunts me 
And uh, when I was living, you know I've got a dump um, button. Oh, you know I've got a dump button, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Just, just, just as long as you know. Okay, go on. Yeah. Anyway, when I was living over in New York, and about uh, fifteen years ago, and I had a dream where I saw a ghost of myself, and I was on the subway, and the doors opened, and there I was on the ship, looking like a ghost, and. I'm like, what the hell? Anyway, the ghost got off and looked at me and went, I'm going to work next Tuesday. So I was like, okay. So next week, you know, I work, uh, I was working at a Assembly Hotel in New York. Yeah. I've been over here about 12 years now. Yeah. And I got extremely sick. I was like, what's going on here? You know, got sick, everything else. Yeah. Wow. We, what, what a, what a spooky, mysterious way to end a show, isn't it? That was going somewhere, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe he realised that I worked out he was a prank. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll never know. Well, that was a great. Um, that was a good show. It's been, it's been a bit ropey this week, I thought, if I'm completely honest. There's the, um, the, the, the boozer we're going to go to. It's been a bit ropey, but tonight was a great show. A lovely way to end the week. Hang on. Last, you've got 20 seconds. Yeah, um, I ate chicken sandwiches, and that's about it. Oh, with a bit of pepper on. You'd eat chicken sandwiches? Yeah. Okay, I mean, you might as well end a show with someone telling us what sandwiches they like, huh? Talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 